it's not hard to it's hard to date women with kids and women don't like hearing that because when the guy tells you because the guy's the one that wants to be with you but if you don't listen to the guys that actually want to be with the women you believe what you believe that's what makes it hard because guys that have kids you don't hear women complain about oh men with kids are the worst oh you don't hear women say that it's you always hear women with kids are the worst in trying to do because it's a principle you go by as a guy it's like dudes play off the fact that like damn you pick that person to have kids with not one but two so you accepted whatever it is even people might be like i was wrong if you was abusive you still wanted to have this man kids not not one time but two times so it's hard for some people to have empathy or sympathy after the fact like now i gotta be responsible for you and possibly two of your kids yeah. no deal and then the trauma it's like i know this thing that girls do in their mind where they'll wait or believe you're gonna do stuff that the other person did and you nothing like that but they so conditioned their mind to think that you're gonna do what the other person did you live like in that space where oh see i knew you're gonna what what do you what wait a minute yeah so that'd be hard to deal with so that's those things like that be the problem with trying to deal with somebody yeah you know you're not supposed to try and do because i'm like wait 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 when you say men because there's different categories of trauma that you can put it in like if someone got killed in front of you, someone that you knew, that's a different kind of trauma. Or if someone's trying to kill you, that's a different kind of trauma. Okay, so then, yeah. So no, so then that's that's different context. So I didn't know, because when you say trauma, people make it ambiguous. You have to be specific on certain traumas that you get. Yeah, so. Okay, yeah, that's a trauma right there. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. And I like tiptoe around his house, and I don't mean to. I just walk like, and he's like, "You scared the shit out of me." So I'm like, I'm scared the shit out of him. Especially people in the morning, and I like walked over, and I'm like, "Hey, hey, 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 uh-oh. No, because you know what's so crazy? The other guy that you probably was with, right? How long did you try to t- it take for you to get with him? We, we were only talking for like two or three months. And I invited him over for dinner one night after we were at the bar. And he came over and just got like pissed drunk and asked me to lay down. So I let him go to bed. And I ate dinner and was sitting on the couch. Okay, I got you. But what I say is, what's crazy to me is that for the guys that do shit like that, the, the, the fact that you wasted two to three months of your time to talk to a person and get with the person, just to throw it out and de- destroy all of that one, and then on top of that, commit a crime and go to jail. That blows my mind when I be hearing that. So on both people's sides, like for example, 
if you try to waste your time talking to a girl, getting with a girl, and you have to spend like a year together just for you to beat her or punch her or abuse her when you say that, I'd be like, that's crazy, man. You done spent money and time on this person, and now it's going to waste. There's no, that's what be blowing my mind. So it's the same way with women. Women, you'll see them do the craziest thing <coughs> and try to get. Three years? And he didn't say why? He? How old are you and how old was he? That's about right. No, it makes sense. I, no, 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 no. It's like, don't take it away. Because you, you, women don't know men's lives to a degree. Yeah. So I'm going to be fair. So you, at that point, this would have been, that one the best time for you to get married if that was like that, the dynamic of what he was doing. Right. And now he saw his skill trades and whatever happened where they, they realized, when, if guys realize at that age that your peak value don't kick in until you're like in your 30s, Usually for you as a guy, you don't want to sacrifice that by trying to commit so early. Yeah. Women, their peak value was between 20 to 25. And they don't think that. They just think that, oh, you know what, off when I hit 30. I've been here, I asked the girl at the, the last store, she was 24. She told me, oh, I'll do it at 30. I say, that's the worst time for you. I say, do you know how guys operate? Girls don't know how guys operate. So it's unfortunate the fact that he did that after three years. That's a long three years wasted on your part and his part. I think that that's wrong. He should, you should know at six months as a guy whether or not is worth staying with the person long term. Yeah. Yeah. that's understandable if you reach that point so him he probably did that where he was like shit like whatever happened i don't know his family background but what happens with guys once guys need information once they get enough information they can make informed decisions because we do have that vulnerable state of feelings we let our feelings consume us when we're younger and we don't make the right choices whether it be getting a girl pregnant or whether getting serious in a relationship and then we sort of see the outcome of what it is if you uh do that so early, you'd be like, oh shit, ah, damn, I done committed so early, I done fucked up. The potential things he could get or acquire or the money he could make. I know girls get hurt about this, but it's like girls are sort of like, they're not leeches in the sense of saying it, but they cost with just being around them. They're an expense to a degree. They might make your... I, I, I totally know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. On who? Like right now, you do? Well, no, I'm not. I'm not making it about you. I'm making it about the general. I know. So. Yeah. 
they are expensive? Yes. Men are low maintenance. How can they be expensive? My you buy, wait, those are stuff that he would get regardless if he didn't buy it for Yeah, but I still buy it. I got you, you still buy it. <laughs> how do you think how do you think it's this man to let me just keep on doing that? You bribing somebody, that's persuasion, that's manipulation. Cause I'll leave it in your bed and I'll see. You see? Damn, that's that's evil. How are you gonna do that? That's gonna affect his way of thinking. Yeah, no, we want to do that. But what happens is, like I say, what happens is when you sort of have to see what you're going to have to, because girls don't wait the way guys do. I told the last girl at the last store before I came here, I'm like, you realize we have to pick the one we want to, I'm going to work 70, 80 hour weeks to take care of you and me. And if we have a kid, like I want to do this for you and me. So when we when that sinks in that I'm gonna probably do this the next 20, 30 years, yeah. that 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 dawns on you. It's like, damn, do I want to do it for this person? So you have to do a like see compatible stuff. What's gonna happen? Is she gonna change her mind in five years and feel like, oh, you know what? I don't think this is gonna work out. She like there's a lot of things you gotta weigh in as a guy that you gotta sit here and do. We gotta be very logical. Yeah. That's a rare thing. I met another guy like that. He he had another store further down. He was a stay-at-home dad for ten years. His wife sold insurance, but it sort of made him he a liberal is the best way I could put it. Yeah. So it made him out of touch with how real men work and operate. Yeah. So he had all these like views that I'm like that that don't that don't apply in real life. Like you understand that you may wish it was like that, but realistically. You have to work for everything, and you can't blame and want these things to just go that way. I'm like, right. his wife made $100,000 at least uh, doing uh, lifestyle life insurance for yeah. the pandemic, and then she had to get like a lupus thing or whatever, so that messed him up. So he had to go into work, and both of them had to go into work, and they came working here. And I was like, bro, he worked for 10-something years. He was sort of out of touch with how it really have to work to earn money because he stay at home dad i was like i could never i couldn't do that because you sort of lose like your instinct to sort of get up and hustle and work and like doing that so him doing that he was i was like i said Ooh. like, See, that's like, that's like my so much he was so late like let's say he was like 33 34 35 and oh trying to do this uh, that that late in the thing coming into work it's like damn bro i was like oh man it sucks to do that so later on right. that's what i thought but at least he was trying and he was trying to work and shit wasn't going right for him at that store oh like, son of a bitch my dad has like i mean my dad is the whole time like a handyman to do anything in a house kind of thing yeah but like he and like he does like odd jobs especially like when i have a house those are good see so that's what i'm saying he, Yeah. Like, that was just to pay for, like, my sports or some shit. That's good. Like, no, he's... My mom worked for 25 years and retired at 55, and my dad never worked in it. That's all right. He was versatile in a sense. They knew their dynamic. Yeah. That's the good thing I can say about them. Them being parents like that, to know that, that works great. Yeah, my dad had, like, a lawn care business. My mom 
Out of how many? Just me and my brother. Two? Okay, that's yeah. fair. That's a neutral two party, two point. They say America, 2.5 children is yeah. what people are making. And he was like, one of us should stay at home while the kids are so young. And he was like, you'll make more money than me than I ever will with my business. Yeah. So I'll sell it and I'll stay at home. Do you want this uh, fried or do you want this like stir fried or grilled? However you plan on doing it. Yeah. No, because like the, the broccoli and stuff like that, do you want that grilled too or do you just want that boiled? And then, what do you think's better? Huh? What do you think's better? Well, we don't have the setup, so. Yeah, that's how I was thinking. Like, <laughs> I don't know how you're going to do that. <laughs> so, look, we don't have the setup because I'm like, I can fry it, but it's not going to fry it the right way, but I can get it about medium the way it could be cooked. Okay, I'm so, down with that. You're fine with that? Okay. So, I don't know. My boyfriend now is struggling. I mean, he's working two jobs, and I know it's hard for him. Like I know. Yeah, a year apart. Well, you know what happened. Twenty seven in November. Oh wow, he's 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 Scorpio like me. Yeah. So what happens is he's not really struggling, right? He's just trying to figure out what he wants. Yeah, cause what it gets sensitive, cause it's like what you want to do. I did this. What you want to do, you want to be able to still have a relationship with the woman that you're with. Now, finding that balance with what y'all want to do and where y'all want to stay is hard to do. Because you don't, he doesn't want you to burden you with you working so much. Because the most sensitive thing to a guy is how much you letting your girl work. Now, that's the thing that weighs in most of our heads. We'd be like, damn, I'm the guy here. Because that's been the thing that's been talking to us. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel bad. He was working a job, and what he was making in two weeks, I was making in two days. Yeah. No, so, so I, I know that. I know so I that, got you. So then he had to go and get a second job. Then it's horrible, and like we barely have time together, and he's working his ass off, and then I know he feels bad about it. And we're going to the casino in November, and I told him, I was like, we each need to uh, save a hundred bucks because we have two months until we get there. You know, that will give us like 1600 or whatever. We can get a nice hotel room, have some nice dinners, and gamble. You want what? We're going to the casino. Oh, casino. Gamble. Like, that's, that's a pretty good vacation to have 1500 bucks for, you know, five days or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I'm the only one that's really putting money in, and I feel bad because I have been putting in 100 a week, and he hasn't, and I know he feels horrible about it. No, it's like, I know, he feels horrible about it. It's like, I'm going to tell you the metrics, because any guy, if you start to reach your 30s, right, and you're trying to do, like, the right thing, what I'm saying for you two is, like, what's his good thing that he's good at? He's a salesman. He's a salesman. And yeah. He sells what cars, boats, houses. He used to sell insurance for a really long time with State Farm for like a good couple of years, but he hated it, so he quit. So people do them jobs. I know another guy who did that. So he started making his own business. Do does he do things when with, when he makes the money? What does he do? Does he work on motorcycles? Does he paint? Does he make music? What? Play? No, we go to the bar together. So he he's a drinker. Yeah, and I am too. So does he know his alcohol? Because I went to do, do school to do some bartending. Can he, like, he... I haven't talked to him about that, but he's not very good with people, which I get. And so I was like, he wants to do is, he wants to sell cigars, because he loves to smoke cigars. 
shop that he's got. He works in a humidor at like this really nice place. To do that. Um, and he's been doing really well over there. Like he's finally starting to get tips and stuff. So I'm really happy. He just started that like last month. So he knows his cigar. So he has a niche. Yeah. So that's what he probably needs to do. Yeah, that's what he wants to like build a career. Okay, then. So cigars is what it what it is. Now your part is to help do that as a girl in a relationship. You understand? Yeah, he's been talking about things that he needs and his birthday's coming up in November, so I've been like putting them in my Amazon no, so cart. The weirdest the weird <laughs> That's nice birthday. of you. That's nice of you. The weirdest thing about the woman is that I know now because any race to tell you that. So the weirdest thing about the woman is that once you see the man and how much he cares for you, what he wants to do, if you have it in you trying like what they do the way the way parents put presents on the Christmas tree and say it was, it was you know Santa yeah. you do so things like that and to push him in that direction so he can yeah. like like feel like he's gonna get there even though if you know it's gonna be you you have to play a part and you know you're the unsung hero in this situation yeah it's best you do that in a way where it's gonna benefit both of you yeah like you know? I'm gonna get him a nice like apple no no not chair. buying stop buying him stuff Understanding how he can get more into that thing that he likes to do. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Working on what? I'm just giving him some socks. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how that would work because I watched uh, Andrew Tate and they love cigars and they talk about all these kinds of fancy cigars and places that they do it. And I'm like, I wouldn't know how to go about getting sellers or where you get them. And he probably knows the different years and the types because they got seen five thousand dollars cigars and i'm seeing sets they got from whatever yeah. range so i'm sure if he works there and he wants to do that yeah I'm just, I'm he'll wondering. like smoke a cigar like he'll research cigars go find it buy it take the like wrapper off yeah. and put it in a notebook yeah. and then write notes on it wow that's what he's doing right now. damn that's serious stuff right there he's yeah. trying to learn his craft because again that's sort of getting faith This generation of people. So, right, like, how could you not feel unconditional love from somebody besides your family? So, no, I'm I, glad that, like, it's been like that for most of us. Yeah. Even me, I, I don't know that feeling. So, it's like most of us are like that. We out there in the world like that. And yeah. it's like, so mentally, you be trying to hold it together till you can get with somebody like that. And now, when you get there, now you more out of the mission to keep that now that you got it. So that's what sort of happens, and it's just like that messes you up because it's like you got it because you've been alone for so long, right? And now you don't want to lose it, and now you got to do more work on your part. Yeah, I've been alone for three years. Mm -hmm. that, well, you went to jail, you said. No, my ex fiance, that guy that was in jail, like I was just talking to him for like two or <laughs> yeah. three months. Well, people crazy, I have. <laughs> people are crazy. Yo! Crazy out here, boy. I just, yeah, so within the damn three, yeah, I had 
I only had one, so that was four, that was two, I, that only lasted almost two years, but that was about to be three years ago since I last seen it. Like a real relationship, like really tried. Real, that was yeah. three years ago. Yeah, and it happened say. during the pandemic. Yeah. Like it happened like ending of September, October. It happened right before my birthday, two days before my birthday in 2019. And then when we split, I seen her like the next year and stay in contact. And then the last time I seen her was like July of 2020. We did it. And then after that, never talked to each other since then. Yeah, mine was like. And that was it. In 2020, you know, that like January, people were like, oh, I'm sick, but they weren't like really saying it was COVID yet. Yeah. It was I was lying. They was giving us checks. <laughs> <laughs> COVID. Yeah, I got COVID. They gave me like eight hundred dollars or some shit. I said, "Yeah, I'm sick. Give me some money." They gave, they gave me unemployment and they gave me some other stimulus shit. Bro, we got, we actually made some money though. Yeah. It feel like it when they gave it to me. I mean, I got like six thousand dollars in unemployment, wow. and then the stimulus check came two times. There was a third one. I someone said I ain't never got that third one. Yeah, someone was telling me, oh yeah, that was a third one. Damn, this one don't got enough chicken in here. Where's that top? But now it's just winging it. I've been sitting here paying attention to what it's like as a guy. Yeah. Yo, boy. What he talking about is real deal, boy. You don't know how you're going to mess up as a guy. And that's a dangerous thing because you just don't know what it takes. And you, you talk to your dad? Your boyfriend. What? So, I don't think this man should love right. And when I first met him, mm. I found him at the bar and I went up to him and asked for his number. Bitch? And we were like, <laughs> 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 Hey, you wanted that nigga, boy. I bitch. Know, it's so bad. Yo. I saw him and I walked out of the bathroom and I was like, Sheesh. Yeah. And I already had this man buying me drinks at the bar, so I had to go back. Yeah. Had another drink, went to the bathroom, he was still there, and I was like, Alright, fuck it. You're not the goddess. And if he'll get his parents, they'll bet you. He came out with me and my mom to, you know, Roswell has this Roswell Live at 5 thing. And, like, they shut down the main street. And, like, there's, like, a bunch of vendors on the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know about that. They just went to that with my mom. And they have another one with uh, Oktoberfest or something uh, that they do. Yeah, they they tell them to do it up here. We just went to that with my mom. Okay. So he just did that recently? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so with us, just hasn't met my dad yet. Yeah, so we be serious about it when we do that because we want to get accepted by your family. Yeah. So that's why traditionally it's like you it'll be best for your part to take initiative first and tell your parents you met somebody and then you wanna right. So that's what you're supposed to do. So this already like that that six month mark where y'all dealing with each other and stuff like that, 
I always what? At the six month mark, he came to me and he's like, I have to tell you something I want to tell you. And I was like, all right. Like, so I actually have a partner and we're in an open relationship and she knows about you. And I haven't told you this and I know that you want to rob this relationship. And that's why I like haven't really taken any more steps forward with you. And I was like, you've been leaving me in your house while you go to work. You've been cooking me meals. You talk to me during the week. We see each other every fucking weekend. Well, I wouldn't. Well, we're like exclusive now. You Because mm. uh, I talked to him again for like another two or three months, and finally I was like, "Look, Chris, I like you a lot. Mm. I think you connect really well. Obviously, we have a great sex life, but I can't do this anymore. And what? if you don't want to be in a relationship with me, oh. then I'm done. And I don't want to be your friend because I'll forget not when I get drunk not to have sex with you." And I'll stay in this emotional connection to you that I won't be able to get out of. And so you're either going to have to commit to me or I'm done. Yeah, that's a rock in a hard place. You just, yeah. I get your angle, but then at the same time, I got to understand why he made it that way. Um, did he explain to you why? Why what? Like why he needed or wanted to deal with her and then when you came to him. Because the weirdest thing is that when guys... Well, they, they had an open relationship. Like, she had other men she was sleeping with. Okay. And he knew that. And he said that he broke it off with her because he went over to her house one day to hang out with her. And she left to go sleep with another guy right okay. in front of his face. And he said the whole deal of our relationship was that you were never supposed to show that shit in front of me. Oh. That you were never supposed to, like... It wasn't... You weren't supposed to have other people front of our faces, you know? Okay. If that makes sense. No, I've seen a meme. Somebody joined that on um, Facebook where <laughs> they said when guys try on relationships and when girls try it and then the guy was on his computer in the living room and then after that the girl came in and then he was like, oh hey and then it was some big black guy it was like, hey big fella and he was like, hey and then after that the girl was like, oh okay so um, what are you doing and stuff like that. He said, I'm just chilling on the computer and stuff like that. I was like, oh okay, you you seeing any, any girls stuff like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah, you know, just go ahead and do your thing. So then after that, they went in the room and he go over here and he said, she was like, oh my God, it's so big. I've never seen it before. And he was like, yeah, I'm finna tell that. And then the guy was in the living room, he was trying to call somebody and then he went to voicemail and then he was like, let me, let me call his number. And then after that, he tried to call another number and after that, the numbers been disconnected. And after he tried to call another one, then he went to voicemail again. And then you heard her going, oh my God. Yeah, and he just sitting there in the living room because they're in an open relationship. Yeah. So I was like, oh man, how, it's a how you look like being in an open relationship. I think, well, like, he doesn't ever want to get married in the sense of like signing a piece of paper. Yep. Which I can understand, like. You do? He doesn't. He doesn't want to sign it. I didn't want to do that either with the girl I was with because it was like, I'm like, I'll. What's important to me? is to be with you, right. not the damn paper. And I told him the same thing. I was like, baby, I don't care if you don't sign the paper. I just want to put a ring on my finger and not the fucking paper. That's all I want. Like, I just, I want the ring and I don't want anybody else to sit on your dick. You, that's it. Like, mm, you, <laughs> you say, don't have to sign the piece of paper if you don't want to. See, now you're still young in that, 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 uh, that round. So I'm going to say that because 
hardest thing about that is that as men, you're gonna find a very few that's monogamous. Yeah. Because look, he what he want to be. What he what he, he only does it for. Yeah, so what he, what I'm saying is that what what becomes a challenge to do that, because I, I I was in the situation is that I wanted to do a threesome at one point in time, right? Right. And then my girl's like, Oh, why would I wanna do that? What do I get out of doing it? I'm like, I trust you and you should trust me. And we should come to an agreement doing that. That would mean a lot to me. I didn't want to force you to do this. But it just so happens when we break up, then she into trying that. And then she had to let me know that she was going to try that. And you know that killed me inside? Yeah. You know why that killed me? is because, like, I talked to you about it and wanted to do it with you. Because I felt, like, comfortable doing that with you. You get me? But then now when we break up, and then now all of a sudden you're ready to try these new things. And I was like, oh, God. That's really good. I don't so, mind if we do things together. No. I just don't want him doing it on his own. I got you. So because this, I don't want like an emotional connection. No, no, I got you. No, we're not gonna do that. Guys, not, guys, not gonna do that. So what I'm gonna say. So now, after that happening, I put it in my head now. I rather just have a polygamous relationship. I rather find two wives now or three. If they're independent, that means that one don't want to deal with the other one and stuff like that. They know there's nothing, but we not in a all agreements so i found that like in other countries that's they're not against doing hey, that one of the girls that i worked with she had a girlfriend that was married to a man yeah so that, <laughs> like, that's fucking that's that's what i was like that's crazy but because because what i if you learn yourself not in the crazy lgbt shit that i be saying out here it's like if you learn yourself it's like this that dynamic works where the guy can be with the girl the girl needs another girl to put up with her emotions and understand her is basically what I understand. Because you have a limit when it comes to men on what they're going to... If it was up to y'all, y'all would unleash the Pandora's box of feelings on how y'all feel all the time. Yeah. Cuddle. Y'all wouldn't put a cap on it. Yeah. So we're not going to sit there and listen to that all day. We go, oh my gosh, my stomach. Oh, when you cry. It'd be all over the place. And we have a limit because we don't even have time for our own emotions. So, because she got another girl, y'all both can have at it. Go ahead, cry and talk and feel all the stuff you want to feel all day. It's basically why she was married and then she had a girlfriend. I can understand how that Yeah, I can understand how that works. But now, if you're not a girl that's into female to female stuff, that's cool. But if you're going to get with the guy and then you know the kind of guy you got, if he looks good where a lot of girls want him, now you're in a situation. There's going to be competition. Now, if you don't respect or understand male nature, they willing to sleep with other people, but they don't want to stay with them. If he wants to stay with you, you should accept that he wants to stay with you. But every now and then, if he if he turns into a werewolf and wants to plow something else, you can't be mad because he's trying to suppress his immediate urge to do everything as much as possible. Do it just you. So every three months, he maybe do something with one person. It shouldn't blow you off the top. But girls be selfish, no. He's all mines, nobody can have him. I'd be like, oh man, you might, you might. You, he gonna end up either having to go behind your back or having sneaky wings. It builds up to that as you get older. Cause male nature, boy, them, they a motherfucker. Dudes be wanting to get it in, boy. You you dealt with them six, them um, uh, morning boners, right? Yeah, them morning boners ain't no joke. I tell the guy, that girlfriend used to be like, what's wrong with you? How do you get up just 
just wake up out your sleep like a zombie and you just trying to bone and go right back to sleep. Yeah, you're not used to that. So that's what it, we all guys, most of us are pretty much the same. So if most of us are pretty much the same, why you want that one to be different from the other one and not do what the other one's gonna do? That's what I realize now, only older women get it, but when older women try to tell younger girl stuff, they don't wanna listen. Like, girl, do your thing and oh, you don't need to. Simple. Good day. Yep, simple. There's a, there's a shirt called, a, there's an LGBT shirt. It's called Liberty Boobs. No, no, Liberty Guns. And what's the third thing? And tanks. And LGBT. It was, yeah, Liberty Boobs, Guns, Tanks. That's what it was. The titties. Yeah, I like that. That's what we simple. Boob, sex, and work. Why do I don't get why y'all want life to be hard? Right? Like, that's it. That's what he does almost every fucking day. And I'm not trying to bother you, or I'll play on the PlayStation. Right. Something simple. the same way, but I just want to be next to them all the time. Yeah. Women just want to be next to them <laughs> all the time. All the fucking time. Well, you Whatever ain't, you're doing, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. Well, you ain't married yet. I just want to be with him all the time. That's good. I s I he's like, what do you want to do, baby? I'm like, I literally don't give a shit. We can go get a shit house. We can go to Atlanta. Mm. We can go to bed. Yeah. Like, I don't care. We can do whatever you want to do. That's nice to be like that. Yeah, he's like, I appreciate you letting me pick what we're doing tonight. I don't, I get paranoid. Because I'm like, I'm going to run out of stuff for one. I don't know. I want to make sure when I pick something, you don't be mad. Oh, this is what you want to do. You want to go laser tag? You told me to pick. Yeah, it's just hard because like, there's house got destroyed. Yeah, 
This is all yours, just so you know. Okay. Yeah, I told my dad all about it. He's like, I want to be down. And I was like, well, let me know when you're coming back up. Come down to the point. It just makes it a little harder for us. Oh. But well, he said my mom was like, you're going to be down. As long as I'm making the attempt, that's all that matters. It seems like it's a worthy cause. Seems pretty good on your end the way you talk about it. Why he getting hurt? How you think that? Like, he said to me the other day, he was like, do you really see us lasting forever? And I was like, you know, as an alcoholic, they say in AA, forever's a long time. They do say that in AA, yeah. They do say that shit, bro. I'm, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> There's a, I like, in philosophy, I like philosophy. There's a quote about the devil where you don't let the, the devil know what you're about to do. So if you're an alcoholic, you just tell the devil that you're just, you're going to drink tomorrow, but just not today. Right. So the rule of thumb is to say, I'll drink tomorrow, just not today. And when the next day comes, you say, I'll drink tomorrow, just not today. That's good. So I was like, that's funny, because, yeah. So he asked me, he was like, do you really see us being together forever? And I was like, I can't think too far in the future. It gives me too much anxiety. And then I'm up for like four days and no sleep. Because, you know. That's, think about it like that, but because it was a guy, you don't understand. I was like, I can see a solid being together for two years because it's years before we're going to make a lot of life decisions of like, are you going to move to Florida? Am I really going to come with you? I don't want to move to Florida. I told him that. Well, uh, well, I'm from Florida. I just depend on the party. I don't want to go to Florida. I, I think Florida's too hot. I'm pale as shit. I burn in like 15 minutes. I hate the water. Like, there's nothing, nothing for me. <laughs> she listed quick. Why? He listed it quick. He already knew. Uh, I hate the water, though. Damn. I hate the sun. You didn't even give it a chance. Oh, really? man. You like, just no, left. I don't want to be in Florida. I want to go up to the mountains. Yeah. Okay. I want to go to, like, 10 feet in Carolina. Mountains for you. Well, Tennessee's right, because I wanted to go to Tennessee when I went here. I was out in Tennessee, and there's a lot of places that's like that got potential for development. Tennessee is really big; like it's almost the damn near center of America to me. And I looked at it like, wow, so much. I would of- love to go. I told him I was like, why don't we go to like North or South Carolina? You have the mountains and the ocean. Like, honestly, like on either side of it. I was in North Carolina last year. Oh no, was it last year? Damn, all my years were been together. Shit, I'm trying to. Keep it. That was, <laughs> that was 2022 because at the beginning of the year I came back to Waffle House. Damn, so wait. That was 2021. Shit. So in 2021 I went to Ohio, I was in North Carolina to do two different jobs. And I was like, damn, North Carolina was steep. That's yours. The Ohio was so that? That's the sauce that was in the bag to go with it. I'm just it's still cold. I'm warming it up. Okay. But North Carolina didn't look too bad. I saw a lot of farms and stuff out there. And like, well, so, yeah, I guess you can call that a mountain. But I was just like, my God. Really? Yeah, you, to Florida, so. you could probably. I told him, I was like, I can see us being together for another two years with no problem. It's going to be when your parents move to 
benefits you get being in Florida is different from here in Georgia. That's what I can say. Because they're older, they got more of an advantage in that. And since, what, this is crazy though. Let me just explain something to you. Since your degree, you guys paid off and stuff, you don't got no student loan debt anything. You do or you don't? I don't. Okay. The thing about being older between male and female is finding a, a footing in how to work from there. So if your parents right now, or let's say my parents, if my parents have social security, right? If my parents or my dad or my mom, they're not together. If they had social security and they're like 73 or whatever, and then they retire, and let's say social security benefits is $1,500 a month or 2,000, and they're supposed to get that for however how long. I don't know how much is in social security. For some reason, I don't know that number. But let's say in social security, they have 300 some thousand dollars saved up from all them years of working. They can't give me that money. The government's waiting for you to die just to not pay it out after you, you use only five years of that shit. Then they keep the rest, right? So that's magically. You don't work all them years. You can't pass down the money to your kids. So the best thing you can do based off how this economy is going as an older parent or older child since he's older is stay with your parents as long as possible. What I watch the Muslims do, the Chinese, and so many other races is they'll keep their kids as long as possible. When the kids move out, the kids just buy a house and move in and have a family. Like, they'd be so set in so many ways just to move in and just do that. So him, if he can attach with his parents as long as possible and find something that works instead of just trying to just be like, oh, man. I'm right. gonna... Like, like, I, like, we both have the same kind of situation where, like, our parents own a Yeah, but the parent is not giving you the, the value of the property attained. They can't just give to you. You get me? Because your parents stored years of working to pay for that. And now that money value will be transferred to you or him. You don't think that would be a great boost if y'all was to utilize that? I mean, it is. He just thinks that he's got a younger brother who's a junior in high school. No, you don't do that as a guy. Never move in with, never move in with a girl. And that's like my parents' place. No. That they've had for eight years. You still miss that. Never move in with a girl. Why? <laughs> you never do that. That basic principle. You never do that. Why? No matter how much you think you like a girl, you never do that. That's something we learn as men. She can move in with you, but you don't move in with her. No matter how you think it is, do not do it. So we know this, we won't say it. It's nothing against you, we like you and everything like that. But girls get possessive about stuff over the simplest things. And when you and they domain, it's weird. It's like a weird emotional atmosphere. It's like 
if you stay in your place long enough, you'll be oblivious to it. But your emotions and whatever you do radiate throughout your place. So walking into it, you can sense it amplify with you there. It's a hard thing to explain, but until you just see it, you'll know. Like for example, if if you're getting in your dad's car gives you a different energy compared to getting in your mom's car. You understand? So it's like that. So now if it's a woman and you go into her place, it's like a whole overwhelming, like different kind of like energy. It's like, oh man, I like her and all. But, uh, the girls on the girls come to you. They moving with you. You don't move in with them. And many people say, oh no, you don't have to be like that. That's not true. Oh man, you'll see after a year. Cohabitation is different from when you guys are separate. I think it's about right. You can put in a cup or something first, see if it's still warm. Well, I think that's why it's good for us that we do live separately right now. Yeah. Especially because he's never lived with a partner before. It's still cold, even after being here. Yeah. Is it supposed to be cold? You want to put it on there? Oh, not if it's cold. Yeah. I'm not worried about it in this way. It's crazy. He's just never lived with Yeah, that's why I said I'll do polygamy thing. Because I give you guys a week break from me and I get a break from you guys. Oh my God. age differently from you yeah. so if you want it to last for till yet long term you got to realize you got to stretch out these feelings you have that want to be around him and be it. you have to understand you have to stretch it. how old are you 25 and how long your parents been together 32 years. so imagine so you got to stretch out the next imagine if you want to do what they did 30 years you don't think that gets tiring or that get worn out after a certain amount of years? With, so that's what I'm saying. Realize that now and realize you're going to have to stretch this out. And you two might have to start a life together. So imagine what you're going to have to be like for the next next 10 years. You may gain some weight. You might not be as in shape and stuff like that. You might have to work certain hours if you work go to Tennessee. So many variables can happen. So it's like... Yeah, there's another one of these sauces. Is there? Yeah, there's another one. Can it's, I take it home? Yeah, it's right there. You didn't even heat up the rest. Oh, okay. But okay, you don't want this one? Yeah. <laughs> Where? Where's that great cup? All right.
Oh, never mind. You just pouring it over there? Oh, I thought you, I thought you wanted to pour it in the cup. Uh, no, no, I'll just take this back. Okay. The other girl last, but she said she went to guy she was with five years, but she was black. Well, I'm 25. He'll be 27 in November. No, so no, like no, 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 not, not that. I'm saying the last girl at the other Waffle House, before I came here, I was working that one. Yeah. It was just the fact that she was 24 and you're 25. Oh. And she was with the guy five years and... She didn't know or like had no kind of like definitive anything when I tried to ask her. And it's like, I don't try to be racist, but I have to be racist sometimes. Yeah. And I'm not a hard, bad racist. I just be like, damn, some white people be having it figured out and they'd be like so sure of some things, you know? And then she over here and I'm talking to her and I had to dissect so many different layers in her life and I'm talking to her about what she wanted to do. And I was like, I'll voluntarily give you this information as a guy because I would want you to be able to get with the person and marry and for it to work out. Right. I just say that when I talk to so many women and girls, they never know what it's like from the guy's perspective. I said, I said, okay. I said, do you have any single sisters? I'm going to run the scenario that I did. I asked her, do you have any single sisters? I'm asking for myself now. And she was like, well, I said, single with no kids. She was like, oh, no, all of them have kids. I say, really? What? Why? How old are they? She told me how old they are. But as each thing that I got information, I was like, okay, wait. Seeing all of these variables, what do you want to do? So she was like three of her sisters. She got three of them. All three of them have kids. I said, are any of them married? No. Um, what about you and your mom, your mom and your dad? Well, I have a stepdad, and um, I don't count my real dad as my dad. He's just a sperm donor. I said, wait, what happened there? Back up. How do you just skip to the... So it was like so many layers. I was looking. I'm like, if you're 24 and y'all been together five years, when do you want to have kids? When do you want to get married? Well, I don't I don't know if that's what I'm going to... I was like, wait a second. You well, you made it this far and you don't know and you don't see... And my life is a like, mess right now and it's like this and it's like that. I said, that don't matter. You've already spent five years with somebody. Like, that's not something really to sneeze at. So, I remember talking to two other people. When he said he'd been married twice, 10 years, and another person said he was married 20 years, I said, I was hurt about my two years. God damn. Oh, well, you understand that two years felt like, it feels like time slows down or don't move at all when you, like, after that shit happened. I couldn't really think. I couldn't really eat. So, you over here did a whole 10-year bid. I'm like, damn. Shit. But now she over here doing Sherry at the five year mark. And I was like, You mean all your sisters? You got three have kids, none married, the mom, you have, you have a stepdad. I'm like, Wait, you want to pay attention to these things around you to see what you don't want to do? And she's like, Oh, I don't, I don't think I need to think about that right now. It's not like that important. I said, That's very important. Those play a big factor. So it was just hearing that, and she was only 24, and she said, well, I'm going to wait till 30. I said, you want to wait till 30? That's that's a red flag. 30's the worst time, but she didn't notice. She don't. Yeah. I said, if you don't talk to dudes and guys, it's like, if you just think you're going to hit 30, because that's when guys is wising up. When dudes... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to 
Yeah. Yeah. Sufficient. Yeah. Fine to be by themselves. Yeah. And this guy at 27 is a blessing. Like, yeah, so it goes opposite. So I the girl. want him to hit his stride at 30. Yeah, and if you get. Yeah, if you get with a guy before. Yeah. Yeah, when you do that before, a guy wants you and like respect that way more. He puts you above anything else because that's how we'll operate. But now, if you over here thinking, oh, she said, oh, well, I want to wait till 30, he going to sit here and I mean, like, I definitely don't want kids for like another couple. I do not want to have kids until I have a partner. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm with that. I'm not here to like. No, no, no. That's right. Like, I agree. On no. Like, my ass went and got an IUD for five years. Yeah, that's, that's make, just good for five fucking years. Just to be sure, yeah. I'm not fucking around with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's just the fact that I see the big di- the difference in like how you plan and prepare to a degree. Hud, mm-hmm. like, not I put no thought into it. I see. What do you think the chances you ended up like the others is gonna be if you just don't put no thought about this or references? She's all, oh, I'm a spiritual person. I said, oh, shit. I, I went, oh, shit. You said you a spiritual person? You, I, I said, ooh, shit. My boyfriend and I talked about it. And shit. I was like, you know, I'm not really sure about the whole situation. Yeah. Jesus. We both agreed that we don't want kids right now. We're not sure if we even do. But if we do have kids, we I said, I'm leaving the country. I already looked at places where my money is five times what it's worth. With my measly job or if I get a good paying job, right. I know where I should go and my kids can have a decent life there. Yeah. And then bring them America's here. America's fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Oh, man. This girl got it figured out. All shadows. The Legend of Zelda. You did it with a black guy? So it's like, to me, when I'm the porno and then real life is that there's no way, maybe I need to move to another city. Like, no, no, I, like, I want to go like California. Maybe that's where it is, where you can meet a lot of them people. But it's like, I did like one white person way back when I was selling drugs and shit. Yeah. She was a cool, like, her parents had money and stuff like that. Her name was Sophie. Or she was Italian, whatever it was. But it's like when you be in like they environment and they setting, it's like they they move very differently. Oh nope, there was a college girl so too. So I've only been two. Forgot about the college girl. College girl's weird. I mean like I have nothing against like different races being together, but I do think it is like a boundary that can be difficult in the sense like like I was talking to this one guy. Yeah. And I was considering dating him. Like, all he wanted to do was, wait, like, wait, me, like, wait, what's your threshold? What when you say I was considering, what's the threshold for it to happen? Oh, I mean, like, I'm talking like two or three weeks of like talking. So, your threshold is that you have to talk to him for two or three weeks to see whether or not you want to like date? Yeah, to see if it's even considering worth like a couple months worth of my time, and then after a couple months, then I'll be like, I'm ready for a serious relationship. Oh, okay, that's what, no, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Because it's like, you know, the first two or three weeks is like for you not to be a stranger anymore. <laughs> and no. then after Wait. like two or three months, so he, it's like. No, he was black? Yeah. So what, how did that happen? Is he white black or is he black black? Black black. Okay, so the weird thing that for me is that how do you, 
it'd be scary. I'd be scared to talk to white people. So I'm not. No, only at work is the time that I can talk to y'all. Yeah. Cause it's like I'm not against y'all, but like outside of this space, I don't do anything. But I'm good at picking up like on the senses or the feelings you have around. Yeah. Them. I'm a pretty chill person. Oh no, I got you. We got younger, <laughs> so y'all different. But where I grew up and how I was, it'd be like, damn, you can't. You can't really talk to them openly, like, and if you talk to them, they sort of assume you don't know what you're thinking or, oh, man, you know, Democrats are trying to convince you. You guys, you know, y'all need this and y'all shouldn't tolerate this. So that's what I'm used to, how they want to talk to you and treat you. But now having an interracial relationship, so it's like, I got to know how you perceive reality and what you experience from your race. And will you know minds, or do you understand minds? And how do we find that light? Right. Yeah, like, common ground to talk to each other. It's just, yeah, it, and it's just a lot different because it's just the way you're raised and like different difficulties that both of y'all have to go through life. Like I'm sure that difficulties as a black man versus a white man are a lot different from society yeah. that I could never imagine, but. And the same for me as a white woman, like it's different. Yeah, like, so it was like for me, like so I'm I'm just So it took two or three weeks for you to talk to him. He met the threshold capacity. Yeah, and then like I went over to his house a couple of times, and it's like the way he cleaned would be different than how I clean. Like, yeah. You know. You like, noticed that? Yeah. Like, of course I noticed that shit. Like, and like black people are way more into like scents and smells, and like white people is like vanilla. Like, I want the, like, linen clean smell, like, you know, like, Lysol smell. Yeah, but, something. like, black people, like, they have lotion. They like it to smell good. They like to smell good. Like, I've never been like that. I always buy, like, the non-scented lotion. I got you. So, like, you'll see a little slight culture adjustment when you're dealing with the race, in a sense. Yeah. Now, any uh, race. Was the other one? Yeah, in any race. Well, now, the other black one, was it an Oreo black or black black? The other one was an Oreo black, and he was just a piece of shit. <laughs> like, he was like a drunk college hookup, and like, and, and no, I was so pissed because he was the first black guy I got with. I was like, bro, your dick's smaller than some white people I know. I was like, God, I'm fucking livid. This Ooh. is bullshit. So, no, because you, then, look, even me, you buy into the stereotype to a degree. To a degree. So, to a degree, even me. But then me. I got to say, the other black man I slept with, mm. I met him in Atlanta. He was an architect. This man had his own place, like, would take me over to his crib, like, made me, like, some, like, crop, like, like lobster yeah. stir-fry, yeah. like, whatever, from, like, New Orleans kind of style, mm-hmm. and rubbed my feet, gave me a whole body massage, and his dick was the size of a fucking tree stump, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, his was gigantic. So, yeah, you didn't, you roll, you roll the dice, and boom, you hit the jackpot, so I got right. you. So now he's... And, like, that kind of love, like, I feel like black men are way more like they're like they'll be like you know like oh i'll like the, the i'll buy you any michael kors purses you want let me give you a foot rub every day and like white men don't do that as much mm-hmm. white men only do that stuff on occasion okay are you i cannot disagree to, to agree to disagree because it's like it depends on the age of you as a guy not even by a race for blacks or white so my whole thing is like it depends on your age as a guy when you decide to do things like that. For example, if I hit 31, 32 and I come across a girl that's 22, 23, that that money is sort of frivolous to do to buy you gifts and treat you that way when I can do 
what I'm doing at the time. Now, if I'm 32 and you're 32, doing that don't mean anything in that regard when we're on the same, like, shift. Right. So that's why I could say that. So if I'm, if you was the older guy and you do that for a girl and, like, she's going to like that. She's going to appreciate it. She's going right. to feel showered. But, no, why I'm saying this I, is... Like, every black man that's approached me always wants to shower. Yeah. White men aren't like that as much. No, because you're part of... You just... You're right, because I'm telling you. So it's like, when you when it comes to your own race, right, me, the little bare minimum that I could do, even with this job, no black girl will respect that. I could talk to right. any black girl, and then, like, I have this issue. You feel like I work at Waffle House, and be like, fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. So it's like, <laughs> when it comes to me, knowing these things, right, it's, it's in this era that I'm in. It wouldn't be like this if it was in the 90s. It will be different. But it just so happens... I'm a millennial, late model millennial. But anyway, I know I have to put on two personas. The black black guy that you came across, yeah. and then the Oreo black guy. Yeah. I live in both realms. Yeah. Of that. That's gonna be so hard. It is hard. And then you have like the white people wanna be blacks. Oh yeah, I know them. <laughs> I, I don't have nothing with them. Like I even tell some white people about if they, they not scared because the other Waffle House uh, manager. She cool as fuck. I could talk black. Yeah. So I could talk black and show a problem with that. But then you meet some of them, they get faint, they get scared. I mean, like, I hang out with black people. My girl took me down to the crew lounge in Midtown Atlanta. I was the only white person in there. That's all right. That's it. I was the only white person that's in there. That's all right. Kind of fucking black. Yeah, no, no, that's all right. We like, like you. But yeah. it's, the, the same feeling don't happen when we go to some of the places you guys yeah. So that's the thing we, I don't know, because the one person tried to do on me, the white guy was like, oh, you can come. And you sort of just, it's not comfortable. Because they always laugh at me. They're like, look at that white girl. Yeah, yeah, Because, like, ah! yeah, cause, yeah it's, just like, it's like, we're not, we're not too much bothered about you being there. You want to have fun, and you yeah. came here to have fun, so we know that. So I'm saying now with me, the reason why it's hard to do both is because when you try to do be black, black, you sort of have to not act like you got good sense and you got to have this macho demeanor all the time. Right. And that shit bothers me. So yeah. what I would do from time to time, I'm just telling you so, because nobody really. When I'm around white people, I'll act really black or ignorant black sometimes. When I'm around black people, I act white and I'll talk like Oreo and shit. And they don't like that. Yeah. Because they all, I'm like, I can't, I don't like being white Oreo black around white people because it's fake or it makes them comfortable yeah. to do that. And then with black people, it's like acting black, black, they sort of think I'm there with them mentally. I have to dumb myself down sometimes. And I don't yeah. want to do that. And they think they know me. They think we all the same. I no. gotta smoke a cigarette. Oh, go ahead. I would have, I would have had, I don't have my black. I usually smoke black and mouse. Mm-hmm. Damn, you was, you playing sports and you smoking cigarettes? What happened? <laughs> what, what, the stress? Is it stress? Yeah. Well. My high school sweetheart got me into him oh, when I was younger, no. and then when I finally went to college, I quit, but my brother died, oh. and made me start all that again, so. What? Yeah. So it's just me now. Oh, my God. I don't feel good. When people tell me that, I just be like, oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's been a couple of years. No, it's, it don't matter because it's just like, damn. Yeah. Like, I knew you. I, I... But you would never guess it. I mean, it's been a while now. What? It's been six years, which is wild. I was 18. 
Oh, because a bunch of people I grew up with and stuff when I left my neighborhood. When you finally leave out of it, you start to look. And then when you see on Facebook, this person got killed. Well, you know, because in the ghetto, it's like that. No, I know it's like people I want to... Those are too strong for my lungs. Yeah, these are mental. So it's like when you see people you grew up with in your neighborhood and you just see them die every couple of months or whatever the case may be, it's like, damn, I went to, I, I sold drugs with you. I went to school with you. They might not be family, but it's like people in the neighborhood you saw yeah. and they didn't even make it out. And then other ones getting charges, they doing all these years and they doing this time. And me, I'm doing my own kind of struggles, homeless, trying to work these jobs, trying to integrate into, I did community, but I dropped out when I realized I get how it's supposed to work, but the system that I'm living in, the support that I got, I'm not going to make it through. So I just have to just call it a quits. I think trade school is a great option. They stopped that. This is, the society we're living in these days don't want you to be able to do that because when everybody know how to work and make money for themselves, not depend on the government, it's like it becomes a problem because they want to be able to operate and tax people. I've, I've seen enough things today to understand why things go the way it is. In some areas, I agree with Democrats. In other areas, I mostly agree with conservatives. The man that I was engaged to was in the union for electricians. Yeah. It's like a five-year program. The union is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, so you work a full week, you get like, he, he'd have Wednesdays to go to school and got paid to go to school. Yeah, so those things like that are great. Like, yeah, that's what he was doing. So let me see, for example, if we had society shaped where you, let's say there's 10, 10 to 30 jobs that are crucial that we need throughout America, right? Yeah. And you had trade schools all across America. America would be so self-sufficient in a sense where Construction is always going to be a thing that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. We always need security. Yeah. We always need transportation. We need restaurants for hospitality, like this one, for example. I think, and then we need healthcare. So those are one of the five major things we do need in society. Now, the other miscellaneous things that we do need to help it operate, like for example, electrician, lighting, uh, plumbers. plumbers, and stuff like that, uh, auto mechanics to work on cars. Now, those things, if you spent, you could literally have. EMT, like different jobs over a span of 30 years. If you learned two, three trades, you could literally travel across America, if anything, and be good with that. Support you and your person do a trade too, and y'all be very self-sufficient and stuff like that. But the government, like they, they took out all of those things in schools and everything like that. And they yeah. make, now they try to make you, yeah, yeah, and pay, and then they try to get out, get rid of unions, all this stuff like that to help. Yeah, so, and then the thing about them, because I remember there was one that, uh, oh, no, we're not there. I thought it was next to, is this, there's a Sharon Williams behind this store. Yeah, so they even joined with companies like them. They'll get you work, but then you get on a hold or a waiting list because how they have to divide the work, depending on whose seniority and all that good stuff like that. And you got a cap pay that you make and all the stipulations that come with it. But in a sense, it'll be good, but it'd just be like to myself, I'd be like, damn. They crippling like the fundamental things about being an American. The division between there is no middle class anymore. No, there's not. It's gone. Yeah. There's only us down here. Yeah. And those up there. I heard about that back when I was in going into middle schools, and I would really say where we sort of had the middle class. Now after that, now 2008, 2009, that's yeah. not a thing anymore. After that re- recession. Yeah. It's gone. 
it's gone. So now you got us, well, the people now in this area, the stragglers. Mm -hmm. We have to bite the bullet, basically, for the next 10 to 15 years. We're in, like, a silent depression right now, and no politicians are fucking doing anything about it. They don't care. No, they don't care. So you as an individual got to take it upon yourself to sort of make things work like that and piece together how you're trying to work and make a living in this current economy and i'm like that's sad yeah. you think the people before us make better choices to help us in the future but they don't no they don't i mean like like the girl nikki that i was working with yeah um he has a son who's in high school mm. and i don't know if you ever had one but you had to have a ti-84 calculator the graphic calculator yeah that's just like 100 bucks yeah and i was like i got two my brother had one mm -hmm. like, if you want one i'll give it to you for free like i care about the next that's unfortunate it's come to that at this point in time and so now another poor person is helping another poor person yeah and like because nobody else will help us no that's that's so crazy that it gets to that point and it's like we not poor in like the sense of what poor is but here it is they say in this generation we sort of in the top one to five percent depending what you do yeah. compared to other people across the world like this right here is is the middle class if this is the middle class and yeah. this is so high-end bullshit yeah what did oh you mean would the, they be pulling up in there was the a area guy who was 21 driving a bmw the, in here the other day and yeah, i was like that, the area a lot of them come here the high school the high school kids come with a bunch of different cars one came yes. in a camaro yes. i was like jesus and i went to john's creek like my parents have money like they're millionaires yeah. I don't get it. No, you, I'm no. working at fucking Waffle House. My well, look, <laughs> and I be saying this: if your parents know something, I be thinking to myself, why do go off and do something different when you can learn what they learned and then maximize on that? Right. You get. Which I mean, I'm, I'm, I did it. I went and got the college degree. I'm going back to my job and all of that. No, like, no, I no. I mean, all those, the, that. no, no. I mean, literally learning what they learned. Like, there's a guy here. I talked to him. Maybe he's at another Waffle House. If you met with him, he'll tell you so much that'll blow you away. But he worked for IBM back in the day. And you know about IBM? Yeah. But there's more of that. But he was doing, like, I guess, computer systems and selling software at the time. But when I talked to him for about 20, 40 minutes, I was like, it felt so refreshing to talk to a person that understood st stuff to that depth. Yeah. But he was, like, about 60 or whatever the case may be. And he had other brothers. And his parents were Polish, and they came to the country and everything. He explained the parts I was talking to him about. So what I was saying, if your dad made this, you know, he played sports, whatever the case may be, and then he got a degree in engineering, his mom worked and then worked, uh, wrote for a magazine or did something with Time Magazine at some point in time, and he had brothers. So everybody sort of has some either physicist or engineering in that, that pool, and they did that. And I was like, they, one of them, he said, became an addict. But I said, if your dad capped at 150 or 120,000, he said he was making more than that. He got offered when he was doing IBM stuff. I said, if you had learned what your dad did and he taught you everything about that, you would figure out ways to make more than 150,000 learning everything that he, he'll get you on pace, on track faster. But now you separate and try to learn something completely alternative in a sense, and that takes longer to do and to grow in that field to get to those tiers. And then all your other brothers did the same thing. They branched off and so did something different. And I'd be like, work off of that, which already been started. Because yeah. if you say they make that, that's your best route. Yeah. But, you know, since it's just you now, you can either pick what your dad does or what your mom does. Right. Which my dad's a handyman. My mom is an accountant. And I'm a scientist. So it's, 
definitely they, a different route, but like, I still go to them for so much advice. Yeah, I'll They're teaching me so much about how to invest money yeah. and have to start working for me. Yeah, that this, is just invaluable. I mean, that's that's why my dad didn't work for over 20 years and my mom retired at 55. Like, yeah. it's because they know how to work their money. So I would take that route. If you got the science ability, you would learn the accounting thing. That's a great thing to learn on your belt. Yeah. And how she, the stock is what I'm going to learn from them and getting all that down they're like they've told me that i don't even need a plan for retirement because they've already have the money for me yeah <laughs> and you would just work with that so right. now and what so happens like is my goal is to oh, be financially stable to get my kids where my parents have put me mm. that's my goal now hold on a second there generational wealth it is it is there's a but it it, it 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 has a crippling factor that plays into that though did you add that as a variable? What do you mean? There's a bubble that starts to happen when you have access or you get generational wealth that your kids don't know, but you know. You get me? Yes, and I, because I went to Johns Creek. I mean, there were fucking articles written about how spoiled all the kids were at that school. I mean, they're driving around in BMWs and yeah. brand new Toyota Tacomas and shit. And like, my parents never did that with me. Yeah. I got some ratty ass $6,000 truck. I was working in soup kitchens and mm -hmm. making sandwiches for the homeless. Okay. Like, I've done a lot of volunteer work. I have like almost 700 hours of volunteer work. That's, that's on my resume. Because my parents taught me the value of a dollar. Mm -hmm. I paid my cell phone bill from the allowance they gave me, which was 80 bucks a month as a freshman in high school and I paid $40 of that towards my phone bill because I wanted one and they wanted to teach me that shit like my parents taught me the value no I know All you're you're not gonna shit about money. no I got you I'm saying you're not raising that but once you get the stuff that they plan for you you're gonna have to work and live off of that but I'm saying right. now what happens is to, to the kids that you have what happens to them they're gonna live in the space of what you done been working on is what I'm saying right so you take that into account because it's not going to happen to you. It's going to happen to them as a byproduct. Right. You think My that's... My parents are like the cheapest millionaires you'll ever know. You know? Like they, they live off of way under their knees. And that's how it should be. Like just because your salary increases doesn't mean your lifestyle should. Well, some guy said that. I think it was Shaq. He was like saying, you're supposed to live off of one third of your salary. Right. He said, if you make $50,000, split that in two, and that's 25000 and then split that again, and then you live off of that. Yeah. I say, damn, 2750 25, and half of 25 is $12,500 or $400. Like Which, that. I mean, the rent I have right now is 1200 of a place that I stay at that my parents own. Mm -hmm. And that's really cheap for a two-bedroom. That's cheap, yeah, they don't own. Two-bedroom, two-bath. I don't ever know where you're going to find that. Like, you yeah. probably have to it's be. Right, it's literally seven minutes down the road. You have to be in Decatur. I thought, damn, I ain't know there's nothing up here that costs that much shit. It's because they've owned that property for like eight years now. That's oh. the only reason why it's so cheap. It's a duplex. Oh, they yeah. They own half of it. Oh, okay, then, yeah, that's yeah, that's rare, boy. That yeah. that right there should be easily eighteen, nineteen hundred dollars Easily. Easily, damn. You got lucky, and then you got to utilize that. Right, and I am, and it's like, I'm using this, and I told my mom, she's like, I want to sell it, and I was like, please don't sell it yet. Like, please give me a year or two to get some real money in the bank, get some real money working for me, so that way I can be successful in getting my own property. 
I'm like, I need two years at least. What are the factors you think that have to come into play for that to work? Because, again, if they know certain things, because I have, there was a 12-step program that was trying to show me on how to get purchase a house. They were saying you find a rate that you want to be able to afford to pay. You pay the three, depending on the bank, if you get the loan 3% or put, yeah, 20% down, you get a four. They got a bunch of things, vouchers you could probably use. So I'm like, what avenues do you think you got to do? And your credit has to be a certain way. So I was like, damn, so you got to step in just to step in. You come with twelve to fifteen thousand cash, that's one. Then two, you need the credit, and then three, you probably need a portfolio, like on what you have to have. So it's like all them things have to come into effect. So I'm like, yeah, in the span of two to three years, you could probably get that set up. Yeah, could... and my parents did that, so they know what to do and how to be successful. So they've already had the way. So they could just teach you that. Yeah, that's what they're gonna do. Oh, okay. I just gotta get the money. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do when I start this job. Oh, you gotta get the money it's a, for it. It's immediately a grind. Damn, it's, that's all right. Oh, mm, mm. That sounds tough. Yeah. Cause that's gonna cause you to sacrifice uh, a bit of the relationship that you got going there. Right, which is why I told him I'm worried about what's gonna happen in two years when I'm like finally gonna get through this threshold of grind and start becoming successful and being able to be more relaxed in my life and you're going to want to move and I don't want to uproot everything that I've just built. That's Ooh. what I'm worried about. That's what I'm really worried about. Yeah, boy, that's, something, that's sort of something to worry about because, oh, man, you met, oh. That's what I told him. I was like, there's going to be some life decisions that's going to happen in oh. years when your brother graduates and your parents move because I'm going to be on the up and coming. That I'm going to be right at the peak oh, coming over the edge. That comes to that word I dislike the most. That's that. That comes an ultimatum. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's going to be really hard. Oh, no. Like, the hard the part is that that if that if that happens, you got to either, A, start all over with somebody and call it quits there, or do this tug of war and try to do long distance. And, right. I mean, it, it'd be more of like begging him to stay with me for another year or two while his parents are down in Florida, and then we could go do what we want because I would be financially stable for that. And men but don't at like that point, no I'll men. Be 29, and I'll be ready to settle down and start having kids. Like I don't want to wait too much longer after that. And I don't want to be 35 having kids and being fucking 50 when they're graduating high school. Like, it would suck. Yeah, you know what's crazy about that? When you're 25, if you have kids, and when they're 20, you'll be 45. You won't be that old. That's yeah. what I thought about it. But then My when friend I was, just had her third baby at yeah. 25. Yeah, so when... And she'll be done. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Time works different for girls. Women yeah. is like... Um, yeah, yeah, it's not. But at the same time, like, she's like, you know, I'm happy I had kids young because then I won't have to worry about it as much when I'm older. And I'm like, I'd much rather have my freedom in my 20s when I can actually have my health and can go and do things. Like, I don't want to be fucking 50 trying to climb up my Mount Everest, you know? I want to do that when I'm 25. Like, you, Why would you do that? You know people pay $11,000 to I go don't, I don't really want to die up there. Oh, Mount Everest. I'm, it's just like... I mean, I've seen a lot of... And it's like a... Like, I want to travel to Europe, and, like, I've done, I did that with my ex-fiance. We went over there for two weeks. Mm. We stayed in these hostels that were 10 bucks a night that were shitty as hell. Mm. And, you know, like, my parents don't do that. When they travel over to Europe, they're staying in these luxurious 
hotels and they get carted around everywhere. That's or, a waste of like, money. Him and I, like, <laughs> exactly. Him and I are fucking backpacking through that. Yeah, that's not the same experience. Shit, taking the trains everywhere. Yeah, that's what you Taking the bus passes. That's like, the experience. I don't get why they do that. When I be seeing them people. Because we can because we're young. No, no, no. The parents, when they be going there, they go to these hotels. It's not the experience of going to there. You got to go to the places, go to the local areas and see, like, damn, I know you're not going to be there forever. You're not staying there. Right. But going to a hotel is stupid to me. My like, parents aren't, aren't quite like that. I mean, they like to be immersed in the culture. No, I get you. I know like, what you're saying, but I'll just be I'd thinking to myself. I'd have my kids when I am a little older to enjoy life while I'm young. Yeah. I saw this one cat. He was like, I don't know what he did, but he was doing this job. He was like, he bought himself an RV, and then he was RV, and then he found a way to work from home on a computer, and then whatever the case may be, he did the math, and he was the number, he was like, I'm supposed to do this for the next 25 years, so you can just pay me this much after doing all of that, and then I don't waste all my years, and I'm supposed to do this, I'd rather do this shit now, like, yeah. I might as well do this shit now, I said, it make no fucking sense. Right. I can understand, yeah, that's a long time, 20 good years. I mean, no, it wasn't like this. It wasn't like this. In the 1930s and 1940s, the annual income of a person was about $10,000. Yeah, and they supported a whole-ass family with a huge-ass house. Yeah, yeah. The, and only the man had to work. So I'm just saying, now it's gotten backwards, yes. Cause now both parents have to work. Kids have to go into like that daycare after school yeah. that they then have to pay for. So then it's even like the person who, the second person who does have a job, is just paying for that kid to go to daycare so they can go get a job. Yeah, it's fucking retarded. That is retarded. There's a girl. She only 16. Her mom work at the Waffle House. Her daughter work at the Waffle House. It's all three of them. And I was like, damn, you 16 already having to work here? Right. And then they all stay with the other sister that's married. And I'm like, wait a second. 16, the mom is like 40-something, and the other girl is like 26, 27. And then she got a boyfriend, I mean a husband. So it's a husband and his wife. And then her mom and her daughter, all four of them have staying together, working there. Just to, So the mom, and then the girl's pregnant, so she's going to have a baby with her husband. I was like, oh, my God, what's happened? This has messed up society very badly. And then people still want to come here thinking, like, yeah, a lot of people leave other countries. And I can understand it's bad, but they don't know what they're walking into. Yeah. They don't understand what they're going to have to give up the next 20 years. A lot of immigrants I know back home is like, yeah, they leave the country, you leave in war and turmoil, a lot of stuff like that. But you leave one problem to get into another problem. Because right. believe it or not, when you start working, you basically give up the next 10, 15 years of your life just to working all the time. Yeah, and then you trying to raise your kids. Yeah, you, you, I get it. They be like, damn, but I want to go back home. After a certain point in time, they realize the taxes, the rent, the gas, the car insurance, the light bill. You constantly working just to have just to have the things you work in. And they tax you on everything you buy. They tax you on your check before you get it. What's left over is not much to do with. And then you pay taxes at the end of the year. <laughs> And that's what I understand. They'd be like, oh, yeah, the American dream, mm -mm. it's not here anymore. And everybody big thing they try to pitch on people is, oh, you should start a business. You should own a business. Yeah. They be pitching that so much, I'd be all. Oh, my. Come do this online. You can make five pay a month. Mm -hmm. It is.
Everybody want to do that. Cause everybody, nobody want to. Everybody want to make money off the next person. I be saying that, and they sell. They got so many people that get like that. They they sell you relationships online or what you need to do, and they sell you jobs you can do, and then they sell you oh you know you can invest in this. And all it really is, you just have to sit there and take the time and know it works for you. Yeah. And if. Yeah. When I work here, if I ever receive a $10 bill, yeah. it goes immediately in the jar. I don't care how many $10 bills I get in a night. I don't care if my entire tip, like $100 worth of $10 bills, it will immediately go in the jar. That's my rule. That's how I smoke. 10 okay. $10 bills, they go in the jar. Oh, what I was saying about this company, what's great about it is that they, they automatically take the percentage out for you. And then when you need to get it, you sign the paperwork and you'll get it. So that's the same thing. They they take ten percent of what you're making. If I made a thousand dollars in a week, they take out a hundred dollars out that thousand dollars and put it into yeah, the do. stocks. They put it like for me as a server. What they've been doing is they so like after my to goes and everything. Let's say my hourly rate is five fifty. Yeah. But say five twenty five. Yeah. But you know minimum wage is seven twenty five. They will put on my so that way when tax season rolls around I'm making minimum wage and I don't have to pay the government anything okay but they take it back out of my check but it shows on the check that I'm making 725 so that way my taxes are straight Waffle House does that yeah they do so that way I don't have to claim my my tips because if I claim my tips it'd be way more than an extra two bucks an hour oh yeah they have that sign in the back that does say that and I'd be like why? Who would do that? Why would you do that? Because they're going to try and tax your tips. It's, right. it's like, mental. They take like an extra 150 out of my check a week. Mm-hmm. But compared to the and, $100, $900 I'm making in a weekend. And for food. Fucking do it. Don't forget the food. Yeah. They text you for food. I don't care about that. I'd be like, damn, y'all take it. Oh, man. You can't get food at work. Shit, me. I'll take that out too. Shit. But I mean, to be fair, like any restaurant I've worked in, besides the ones I've managed in, yeah. They all make you pay for food. They give you like 50% off or whatever. That's, like that's that. evil. You're not going to feed the people that's working for you. No. I've ever been in because I've ever done that. Which I managed in Chipotle and Moe's. Jesus. Oh, man. And I used to, I always worked the night shift, so I was always the closing shift, and there was always food left over that I'd take home with me. <laughs> yeah. <At laughs> and least... I'd give it to the employees. I'm like, take whatever the fuck you want. If you want to take that whole thing of steak home, take it home. But you know how bad, like, they waste. How they going to make me feel when I see how much food y'all waste here? See how much food they waste here? They're actually, now that I say something, I think I want a waffle. But it's just, <laughs> it just be crazy to me. And then you make people pay, like, McDonald's and Burger King, all them. You make everything that day. And then I was at places where you had to throw all the food out and make it fresh. They don't reuse nothing. So it could be 300, 400 worth of food. They don't give away to the homeless. That shit's wild to me. How can you just throw this food away when you know there's homeless people? Yeah, this Why wouldn't you save it and, and take it home and the next day go take that shit out to people? Like, fuck throwing that shit in the trash. And there's another thing where I would see people start proving, like, showing points on how the government wants you to depend on them. They said, you'll see, yeah, in my neighborhood growing up, a bunch of street sidewalks had trees. Like, and then there was points where some trees grew, like, fruits. And homeless people, they could eat those fruits. Now that the government yeah. cleared the sidewalks. I see that stuff all the time. Like, why don't we just plant fruit trees on the side of the road? Yeah. And you can't catch rainwater. 
Wait, wait, what? Yeah. Can't catch rainwater? This yeah, yeah. Illegal. Because they want you to rely on the government. Twist. They want to tax you for the water that you're using. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. They're trying to cripple you. Like, you got to depend on them. You come to this country, you work, and you work. It's not adding up. The old fellow was talking about how his friends bought a house in this year and not him trying to buy a house in the same timeline. Mm-mm. Because really, for real, if it's four weeks in a month, right? Literally, if you work, one week of working should cover majority of your bills. Right. Just the first week of you working. It should. The next paycheck can do that, and then some should be left over. Yeah. The third and fourth week should be for you to save and for you to do something for yourself. Yeah. I say, like, the first two weeks should be all your bills and your grocery and your gas. Yeah. And then the second, the third week is your savings, and the fourth week is for you. Right, you that's get you, you get one out of four at least. That's what, Shaq, that's what Shaq was saying by like a third or like a yeah. quarter of your pay should yeah. be for you. Yeah. you live off of. Yeah, and now it's not even come down to that. Now you need one person to work that whole month, then you get it with somebody. Now their time working, that time and a half that they got is supposed to be to, to you to both of y'all. Right. That's basically what it is and now. It makes such a divide because it's like all I ever do is spend my money on you, and it's like yes. But I'm spending my money so you can have a roof over your head. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of generation, like a lot of relationships don't understand that. Like my man's so broke, he never spends anything on me. And it's like, <laughs> bro, like why don't you sit down and listen to the bills he's fucking paying mm-hmm. and realize how much he's paying for you? We don't got that anymore. Oh, that's that's the next thing right there. That chapter turns into what what brainwashes kids and people in this era so quickly. They get so susceptible and not get that human element in reality. Once you get off of what you see what's going on here, this is the reality of what you're living in and how it's, what it's going to take and what you guys have to do together. When they be like, oh, man, you know, he got to be doing this and he should have this. If he don't really love you, if he's not doing it. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. You guys are fucking stupid. You see, oh, I'm 18, he's 20, and we bought our first house. You didn't buy that fucking house. Yeah, nope, nope. Your parents bought that shit. Yeah, it, Look at how you're on top of that, nobody really can buy houses outright, too, because when you do that down payment and then you got that principal, paying a house fully, completely, that's not possible for most people at that age. A whole house, 600 after you close the deal, $500,000 you just paid up front, cash? You could do $40,000, $50,000, that'll get you in the door. The average house right now is like $450,000. $450,000, that's average. Yeah, when you get that 30-year fixed interest. I didn't know what that stuff was till about, like, after high school. I was like, what's this 30-year, 15-year, and all that stuff? That's how long they'll give you a loan for that they tax you on every year. Yeah. And you end up paying more at the end. And then the house is not even worth that much by the time you, by the time you finish. Oh, man. And I was like, oh, oh I'm like, damn, I'm never going to own the house. Literally. Right. And cars are the same way. Like, people will do that shit with cars. Fuck that. Cars only depreciate in value. You should buy that shit. Oh yeah, I've never paid. I've never done that. I would never. I would never pay for No, because bad enough. I. Yeah. I hate insurance, so I already realize if I already hate insurance, I know I'm not gonna like car payments. I'm, my parents already kicked me off their health insurance, and I'm fucking 25. It's really pissing me off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 That's what I was saying. Do yeah, that's what 
when my mom had insurance bar, I was like, y'all have progressive. It was only $112 a month. I said, I can do that. I don't, I don't trust insurance, nor do I like insurance. Yeah. But it being that cheap, I was like, that's fair. But me, when I was 25, they was telling me $350, $400 a month. I said, what the f And what if I don't have an accident? What happens to my money then? I'm just giving you away money? Oh, hell no. That's a scam. And if I don't got it, you give me tickets or try to arrest me. I and see. It goes up. If I get an accident, it goes up. Oh, it's, it's rigged. It's rigged against you. And I mean, my parents said the same thing for a really long time. They're like, you know, we've had State Farm forever. I mean, they've had, they had like 11 policies with them at one point. Damn, eleven. Eleven. Yeah, and one was on this house that just got destroyed, and they bought that house for 19, 19, 1, 000, 190,000. Yes. About 20 years ago. 20 years ago. And this house just got blown over. They gave them 350 for it. 350,000 for it. What? So what? Off, I mean, fine, I'm paying insurance for 15, Wait a second. This is going to kill me right here. Yes. So, you mean to tell me? About 18 years ago, they bought a house. No, no, no. Watch this. So, all them years of paying that money to the insurance. Mm -hmm. Now, when it's finally time to give them the... Where was the money going? Like, what do insurance do with the money? This is when there's like a natural disaster like this. This is what insurance is for. No, no, watch this. If if they have State Farm, right? That means there's thousands of other people have State Farm too. There's a pool that the way the money works. So if they have full premium coverage on the house, another person has basic, another person has the medium package. So all of them, this is going to State Farm. So they use that pool of money to pay for that other person when something happens to their stuff. You get me? Yeah. So it means I'm after 20 years of paying all of that. All they got was 350. Yeah. Doubled their money. That's that's not 20 years. It's not doubling. They doubled their money in like 20 years. They went from 190 k to 350. Yeah, that would be 380, but I'm like, that's less than 380 if you get 350. No, no, it's fine, but it's just crazy that insurance, that's all it did. They didn't try to fix the house. Yeah, just threw a bunch of money at them and said, you bulldoze it and do everything and build it. And this is the sum of money that you get. They just wrote them a big check. Because you know how much it costs to make a house? Yeah. That can cover how much it costs to make a house. Yeah. I mean, their house is going to be way nicer than it was, but... Ew, but that's crazy. I'm sure they're investing a little bit. So you make... Damn, I should start an insurance company. This is a scam. Yeah, and if he, Like, my boyfriend, if he would have stayed at State Farm, the people who make the money are not are not the workers in there. It's the agent yeah. that he was working for that yeah. makes all the money. That's crazy. Yeah. Years of siphoning money off in, like, the smallest way. Just siphoning... It's like... It's like the smallest formula I could think of is uh, ATM, where I'm paying 250 to get my own money yeah. or 350 to get my money. I have to pay you somebody to get my money yeah. or go all the way to the bank. Yeah. Oh, man, that is crazy. Yeah. This is basically what it was. They was paying them people all that money. They're taking a chunk out of that the whole period along that. Yeah. Just to, oh. They had two houses, four cars, Fish. a boat. And them, yeah, and themselves and covering you. You know how hard you have to work? My mom made things. I mean, that's 
Well, no, I got you. We're just like that skill is critical. How much you have to work knowing that, and then what's okay. You know how you got a puppet on a string. So it's like, let's say each string is something that's tugging at you to take money away. And then if that takes money from you, that takes money from you, that takes money from you. You have to just keep working to keep these things in check. Because, yeah. oh my God. Because if one gets clipped, you're done for. Oh, shit. Yeah. You're one. One. Yes. And it's just like, oh. Lose your job and you don't have a month or two of expenses, you're done. You're homeless. Yeah, it'll break. That's why. Oh, I was homeless for a year. And I could actually see that. What takes people out and why they don't want to go back into this kind of struggle and, and like that, that overwhelms a person mentally. I mean, even like that, that's, I think that's why middle class crippled so quickly is because they lost a job or something and they're done for. I mean, they couldn't get another job again after that recession. It takes you out. Yeah. They're out. Yeah. Cause you, cause they all the, sell everything. the older people, when they looked into the IRAs and their 401ks and everything, the money that you had that you assume was 1.2 million is now worth 700,000. Right. All, the, all that time you spent, God, that, damn. Yeah. So I could see, so I could see why so many people have this struggle on what like American values, like where is it, where is it going? I was talking to the guy last night about like um, pregnancies and like when women give birth. Like this new company I'm going to work for, two weeks. That's all that a woman gets is two weeks. This one too. I think it's in the back. And you know how much it costs to have a baby? Fifty-four thousand, basically. Two weeks you get and have the kid costing fifty-four thousand. And then the girl you had. Uh, and that doesn't even count probably like all the hospital. Like that's the hospital bill. That's, that's oh no after no 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 not after. And after. No no that's yeah. just actually just that's having. Just in the hospital to have the baby. To have the baby. It's for fifty-four thousand. Yeah. Jesus. Damn. You're not counting all the prenatal care, the doctor checkups, the actual care. Nope. None of that. Postpartum depression. Oh, yeah. All of those pills that you need. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. And then, yep, they give you two That's weeks. to start a baby. Yeah. And then they give you two weeks to try and recover. That's if you have a C-section or they're pushing it out. And I have, like, a... I don't really know what to call them. I don't... Like, I don't know. He, like, came over as a refuge. Yeah. And over there, he told me that the men get six months paid off of work. The men. The women get like nine months to a year and a half to stay at home with their kids and still have a job to go back to. And they're getting paid. Albania? Yeah. I'm going to have to look at the door. That where they yeah, give uh, like they, they, they said that they, they should give the men like three to six months and women get like six months to a year or some bullshit. Yeah, those they the America don't want that's why America wants to stay ahead. This is such a capitalistic society and business ran that they don't want to integrate those things because of the money machine and how it operates. The It'll, American dream has only talked about the successful here, it only talked about the rich and famous. Yeah, it's not talked about the poor people who are fucking struggling because it's a crippling society. Yeah, cause nobody cares. Nobody have, cares when. No, no, nobody cares when we're down here. Yeah. You acknowledge if you just overcome it, persevere. That's when you get recognized. And hey, that's the true American right there. You really hold on to those stories, like one of the actors from uh, The Office. He was like, I was basically living on the streets in New York, 
and I called my mom before the interview and was like, I have to come home if I don't get this job, and I got it, and now I'm a millionaire, and it's like, people grasp onto that story Those so things. much, but it's such a shot in the dark. That's Chris Pratt? It's, um, it was the, I don't know his actual name, but he was, uh, Which one? The one that plays uh uh Mr. Fantastic? From the office? Yeah. No, I'm talking like the office is TBS. Uh, with Dunder Dunder Mifflin or something. Yeah. That's, and it was um Cause I seen him on Ellen, I believe. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you probably know what I'm talking about. It's like I I thought I was gonna have to go back home and get some shitty ass and then job and then I got the call and now I'm a millionaire or whatever and it's like After. And, and from friends you know Joey from friends he was the same way he yeah. was like I was starving yes I was literally starving on the streets mm -hmm. and I got this job and I went and got a hot meal as my first one and people grasp for that and like, no unrealistic and yeah and so it's like they hear that and because it turned out good that's all they see that's all they ignore like, wait, you don't ignore that that's 1% of the population. Yeah, like you ignore that. That what all stuff you had to go through. I hear Tiffany Haddish was the same way. Uh, who's the other person? And what there's like 600 million American citizens or something. No, not even. We're not close to that. I look, I looked at the GDP and because I've been trying to figure out a way to find an algorithm to this shit. So, America's population is not even at 500 million. If you look at the population, the census of each state, you'll be surprised. Wyoming, and I always bring up Wyoming because this is the one thing I like to bring up. Damn, you're right. There's only it's not 350,000. So it's, it, I say four because there's illegal people here too. Yeah. So Wyoming only has less than a million. It should be at 700,000 people. Yeah. This is a whole state that has 700,000 people. Right. I said a state. You got cities here populated with 10 million people. Yeah, Atlanta, like, Atlanta, yeah, it's the eighth, that, it's like 6 million. It's the eighth largest city that we have in the U.S. So what I saw with these people protesting, all these immigrants and all this stuff like that, and they're getting upset, the conservatives. And I'm thinking to myself, y'all only upset that they're going to populated cities. Yeah. They're not going to the outskirts of Texas. Like, y'all not looking at Arizona let alone Montana, North Dakota. Nobody knows what goes on in North Dakota. You're looking at like Texas, California, yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, they look at those places that they're trying to migrate to because they think that that's where it's supposed to be. Oh man, they come in here and taking all that. Well then you have Omaha. What the fuck is it? What's there? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Yeah, yeah. I, I was having jobs from like the middle of nowhere like that that were calling me because yeah. I was on Indeed. Yeah. Calling me, they're like, I'll give you 35 if you come out here right now. Exactly. I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I don't want to go live in some fucking cornfield. Like, so, see, know. even that, go to Kentucky in no. the wherever part of the. No, the no. people, the Americans don't want to do that, but then when people come, it's like, instead of populating people in some middle out, out nowhere, like, you went to Detroit. I went to Detroit, and Detroit, just Jesus. Like the, the places that they have in Detroit, and that's where one of the major car manufacturers are. Like Chrysler and Ford are there, but it's like, yo, the housing there, the one down houses for blocks. Ohio's like that too. And I was got passed through Ohio. Yeah, Ohio have that. And then I'm like, bro, you got all these houses, and people so hell bit on the city. Like that's all there is. If you have to stay in the city by default, that's what it is. People like the country. Damn, that boy's so dumb.
He got himself a nice setup. I'm going to try to do truck driving next year. That shit, he got a beast right there. No, you don't. You don't have a life. I, I realize that. My sister's just doing that for a couple months. She said she got depressed. She said she can't do it. So because I'm driving, yeah, and them trucks in traffic, people try to cut you off and almost get. They don't want to get stuck behind the semi. It, and cut you off. Yeah, and get killed. Because I'm watching the videos. I was sitting there saying, "Um, I gotta deal with this." So I watched this person literally do stupid shit in front of a truck driver. But most of these people that want to come migrate, they want they don't go to these places in the outskirts. They're not trying to build from there. They want to go where it's already built up, where it's congested. And then the people that's there complain about other people coming in. And it's like, oh my God, like you, you, you got it all working backwards. We're not even at a billion people in the U.S. Yeah. And then the economy is this shit and we're this much in debt. You need an influx of people to come in to offset it. But with that happening, the problem is going to happen is that. Well, America's having a, 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 like a decrease in their population because people don't want to have kids anymore because it's too expensive. They think the it's. The upper too, class doesn't want to have kids anymore. No, no, they think it's too expensive. So this happened, I guess, in Germany, I believe it was. It was Germany or Russia, I can't tell you. But what happened was people tried to hoard their money when they thought that like a recession was going to hit. So when no one's spending their money, everyone's hoarding their money, there's not enough money in circulation. Yeah. So it crashes the market, then your money does not become viable because no one's trying to work for the money. Everyone's trying to save as much as they can. And then they try to go and put it out there in the surplus and it, then it defies everything. So that So what happens is if you don't have enough people in the country, the birth rate is going down, the boomers go into retirement, so you have less of a workforce, and they're going to depend on checks every month, as usual, because you want your retirement, you want your social security, yeah. so you're only taking away. And then, you got the people that need assistance, because, you know, they're already in poverty. So you got that taken away, and then you got people in the middle class that are struggling, and well, there's nothing. You got those people, in a sense, right beneath that, that are trying to survive, and that's crushing them. That's literally what's crushing them. I so mean, my friend, she's got three kids. But she realized that like formula for baby now. The amount of money she gets from the government is insane. And it's like I wish I was getting that. Like she was going to I was talking to this one girl that I worked with at TJ Maxx one time ago, and she said her rent was nineteen dollars a month. Yeah, no, no. So here in Atlanta, what's happening is a lot of women are getting kicked out because tenants are not taking the government vouchers to give yeah. people housing. I was watching that. Yeah. They rent me $30, $35, and they still don't even try to miss payments on that. Yeah. And the government is subsidizing those tenants. But when they go in and see what they do, they don't want them anymore. So even... Yeah. Yo, so I can understand. I can understand where it's going. <laughs> and that's fine, man. Then they say they're trying to move where there's nowhere to go. There's no places yeah. doing it. Yeah. So that affects them. Then they have to go into shelters, and that requires more money. Yeah. To so that's what I'm saying. So now you get caught here where it's like the immigrants want to come here. But what really has to happen when immigrants come here, they need to migrate to those places that aren't built. They got small towns. They'd be like, oh, there's a population of 2,000 people and stuff like that. You build from there. I mean, like, What's wrong with doing a bunch of these, whatever this is? Yes. 
So you can like start, you could literally, there's a lot of infrastructure that can be built. Like when I said I was passing through Tennessee, when I passed through Tennessee, I was like, damn, it's so much wilderness. And like for like miles of driving, when this mic is pitch black, it's like, I'm not saying just to have a field and deforest everything and shit. But I'm like, you could literally start some areas and start building. And I saw houses on the side of mountains and shit. And like yeah. in the distance, you'll be seeing some of them places. Yeah, you, 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 and that's what I'm saying. That's what you have to have. So my whole thing is, you got, you, we need a billion, we need a billion people. When are we going to reach a population of a billion people? When it stops becoming so expensive to live. It's going to stay expensive because we don't have enough people. Yeah. So it's precious. That's what I'm saying. If the you don't. Oh, no, the government's not going to figure that out. You crazy. The government don't care about figuring none of that out. They just care about trying to, this is what happens. Yeah, yeah. So this is what happens that I learned from this guy who did business. <laughs> he said when um the Republicans are in office, he say they cut down the spending for the IRS. So they don't come after the people that's making money in their businesses. He said when the Democrats are in office, they raise budgets for the IRS and the IRS starts going after people making uh, over 400000 or over 300000 and doing audits on their ass to siphon money from them. Yeah. But they have noticed how crazy this place has become. The US has become that they vote Democrats. Yeah. So I could get it. Cause I get it now. Because you get your tax write offs too in a sense when you store the you side with the Democrat I like I say, I look at it. I don't want to vote Democrat. I want my money. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I get that mom, I'm like, do you need it? <laughs> do you really need it? <laughs> you tell her that that's funny to have that conversation with your parents. But no, I do. I think it's really changed their way of viewing. Like they they vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. See, I grew up around in poverty with Democrat-minded people. But what I see is the crutch for them is that they lean on it so much they don't want to depend on themselves. They like all they depend on is the government's gonna do it, and the government's gonna help us figure out. Just work the. My mom's mindset. She's like, I'm going Republican because I don't want to support these people. Yeah. So they do the bare minimum and stuff like that and stuff like, oh man, everything's hard. And then you'll see like, that's not really the case. You supposed to use it when needed, when it's necessary. Then the rest supposed to be all on you and what you do and work from there. And if from time to time you do need help, you do that. But that's not what's going on these days. This way, they just rigging the system. Politicians and blind it. They make it well. No, we'll do it for you and stuff like that. Take more money from the rich people. We need more money from the rich and conservatives and all that. Yeah, those businesses, corporate America, but it's like when you see how government works, I learned this. The reason why you have government, right? They help give you these benefits if you start a business. Why do you start a business? For example, why do you start a business? I mean, I would say it's because you think you can make greatness happen. So when you start a, when you start a business, something that you think is good and useful, the business, the market, acknowledge the business where it's like you got something here it works right Right. and we need what your what the business is when you do that you can now get people to work yeah so when you get employees and everyone's cooperating now you that's why the government likes that you're getting people to work and earn their share to make you know tax dollars which is probably why they gave so many benefits to new businesses and COVID. Yeah, because the whole point you do that is so that people can get to working. 
if you have an actual, not some bullshit business, the business has some use for the rest of the people in society. Because everybody in their mama think they can just start a business and their business should be successful. Oh, I'm a CEO. No, the business has to do something where the people working can make a living and the service you provide is useful to the rest of the people. That's the purpose of trying to operate a business and a good working one. Now, when you don't have that, and people try to just have these businesses and they try to selfishly absorb as much money as they can out the economy, make shitty stuff for people to pay, and then they just fuck shit, and then you just get bad reviews. That's what a lot of stuff is going on these days. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Now, again, you can't say everyone's perfect, so you might start something. It may take time for it to pick up. It may not happen for everybody, but then, you know, they fail. But that's the whole process about what you try to do. But now, people are not trying to do that. We're not going to start businesses. We just want money. Yeah. We just want government to help us and stuff like that. Oh, man, all these rich people, they have these billion-dollar corporations, these businesses and all that stuff like that. I'm like, oh, man, I see. I see where it is. This turmoil in some areas is very critical because mm-hmm. every city and every state is different. Because, like, for example, California and New York, them, they support other states. Because they make so much revenue where they at. Georgia invests back into their population through Coke scholarships. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you have lived in Georgia for two years and you made over a 3.0 in high school and you go to college and you maintain a 3.0 or higher, Coke will pay 80% of your tuition. Damn. And that money comes from the Georgia lottery. Really? No other state does that. Damn. And if you graduate 80%. high school or maintain a 3.7 or higher, you get the Zell Miller scholarship, 100% of your tuition pays for it. So they, you just win that by default? Or you got to yeah, sign? Yeah, that's, that's how I got through school with no student debt. Like at KSU, it was about 45 a semester. 4500 4, Yeah. After Hope, it was only like 13 So you can have three scholarships? So, well, it's either Hope or Zelle. Oh. Like, once you hit a 3.7 or higher, you get switched to Zelle and everything gets paid for. Oh, no. I, in my in Florida, it's different. So you can get Pell Grants and you can get financial aid. Yeah, you can get you can get Pell and financial aid here, but Hope, you don't have to pay back. Yeah, so I'm saying. so. free money. No, so I'm saying those still take, they, those go into effect. I can still get FAFSA and I can yep. still get Pell and I can still get the Hope. Yeah. So damn, you wouldn't really have to pay and that will be great for you if you yeah. actually go into something that's, that's useful. That's literally what I did my last two semesters is I had the Hope that brought me down to like 1.3 or one, like 1,300. One so like in total, it was a little over two, almost three thousand dollars for Six grand, so that way I had a little bit for like living expenses. Yeah. Oh, you did on campus. You didn't do off campus. No, I did on. Yeah. And so they paid for my living expenses, mm. and so that was paid for. So that was like the only thing I had to pay off was the six grand. Yeah, yeah. And my mom told me if I walked the stage, she'd pay it for me. She will. That's great. That's great. So I have no debt. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's a great like setup right there. You know, I also we don't invest back into that. No other state does it like that. Where hope is just completely free. Well, no, no, no. Like hell that stuff, you have to pay, you have that to pay lottery that. setup that is good. But here's yeah. the thing. Let's say you do that, but let's say uh, you would not that's, that's not deadbeat. But we do that, and you go through that whole route, and then you just don't want to do shit. 
Like that that's the thing when it comes to those variables, you don't become an active person where you got this education, you do something useful, and then you working on something that helps back and give to the community, you know? Yeah. That's the whole thing about it. it yeah, it would work. I sort of thought that I, I didn't think that. I was like, something happened. How are you working at Waffle House? Because I, I moved back up here. I'm so, no, I'm so close with my family. I get it. When you said, oh no, I get you. When you said you had to move in. Because me, even if I know what I know, I'm like, most of these people are criminals at Waffle House. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Most of the people. I have like a speeding ticket. Uh, so most people are, <laughs> most people, yeah, when you come across people like you, that's a rare situation. They're like, most people, uh, baby, baby daddy, baby mama drama, no, child bad. support, or. If you have a serious about a family, been in jail so many times, stuff like that. Even the managers themselves be having in situations, you know. I'm just like, I just like, I should never be here, and it. Wouldn't say never, because again, I met that that other couple. Ten years, he never had to yeah. work because the wife did everything. Still, so stuff happens. I'm not above myself to work there. Yeah, 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 I get that. Yeah, you give that. Well, it's just like, all fucking people. We're all just trying to fucking make it. Well, yeah, they trying to make it, but like I'm saying, but then when you when you swim something, just be like, mm, no, seem like, yeah, that person don't seem like they, you know, ain't tried to be here. Cause, you know, so like this other one that came here, she she was here the other day. She moved from Texas because uh, got out of a relationship with three kids and just was like, she just wanted to go to a different, different city. And her parent, her dad, take care of her. She's a military family, like her. She, she knows she can, but she just spent the last 12 years in two relationships, three kids out of it. She's from Cali, and she got that California-like personality and views. And she's, I'm like, so you know, you could literally not have to get dad to take care of you and all that, but she just was like, I want to come here, and then she came yeah. here. I'm the same way. My parents would take care of me. Yeah, I, I don't agree. have to be here. Mm -hmm. But I choose to because I don't want to leech off them like that. Yeah. I mean, my the reason I'm here at this store right now is because of that shit that went down at my store with that fucking cook over there. He's a maniac. He's literally like, there's something wrong in his brain, and I feel bad. At 10:38. Yeah. What happened? Who was? I, I feel bad for the dude. Who was it? He's fucking nuts. What's his name? His name's Isaac. Oh, I was about to say we just lost that guy. Like he didn't go over there, did he? Isaac's fucking crazy, and like there's. There literally has to be something wrong with him. Yeah. I feel bad. But there's him. another one like that. He just quit. But again, yeah, the kind He's of community. crazy. And I've been telling my parents stories about him. They, they said, I will save you. Not <laughs> you they, they, they don't want you to have the real world experience. That much. That's how bad it was. And I finally told Krista, I was like, I know I put my two weeks in. I know I have four more days here, but... I won't do it anymore. After how bad it got last night, and you're having me write a report for you for this company, I'm done. I'm not coming back. Wow. What so happened? She was like, I'll, I'll put you at some other stores if you'll do it for me. And I was like, fine. Whatever. What happened? He's, he says racial stuff to me all the time. Is he black or white? He's black. Oh, he went in black. I know them. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not going to like. Any race can be no, 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 no. I know, I'm like, I know the different kinds of racism that there is. Because again, and I know my level of racism. And he's a narcissist. He's delusional. He's mm. like, I, I got this company going and this company going. Jesus. And this company going. I'm like, yeah, but you're a cook at Waffle House. So how successful are you? Yeah, bring it down there. Like, come on now. And yeah. then he's like, he, he literally said to one of the other servers that I am perfect. 
That's how Bill Who, him? Is. He's, he's how you he perfect? Has, no, himself. He's oh. like, I'm perfect. That's like, you're perfect. You're perfect. Yeah. Because you're brushing your teeth in the bathroom at the Waffle House you work at. So you're probably homeless. Yeah, I met one guy. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll sleep in the corner. Right? I'm, oh. like, I'm just telling you, dude. If you're brushing your teeth at Waffle House, you're probably homeless. Yeah, he crazy at races. Damn, boy. That's He's just... crazy. That nigga out his shit. Damn. Yeah, my parents were like, I will pay you not to yeah. go back. I told Chris that. I was like, Chris, my, my parents are offering me money not to work here. Yeah, yeah, no. See, and that's, this is the thing I'm going to say. The, the weirdest thing I'm going to say for, like, white folks is that you end up coming across some scenarios that make you understand why your parents, like, why some of them be the way they be. I'm going to agree with you. When you come across them kind of black folks and they come at it like that, I'd be like, yeah, I, I could see why you want to protect your kids from that, like that kind of situation. Another, I had a black manager that I served for that was racist towards me. I was the only white person on the floor, and he loved everyone else except for me and would do all these special favors for them, but never for me. Yeah. And I literally had a medical emergency. What was this? My eye. In two months? My, no, no, no. This was at a different place. My oh. eye blew up, like, was coming out of my face. And I was like, dude, I got to go. And, like, it was the end of the night. Like, I had basically taken care of all my tables. I was like, I have to leave. How did that happen? And he wouldn't even look at me. I had, like, an allergic reaction or something. And he wouldn't even look at me. I was like, look at me. That was and another... I was like, I quit, and I walked out. Oh, that was another What's restaurant? <laughs> when did this happen this year? This was, like, two years ago. Oh, I was like, Jesus. I was so, I was so livid. You're going I, through a lot of shit. And the other manager called me, and he's like, I need you to come in. I want to talk about what happened. I was like, here's my fucking medical bill of the shot I had to have in my ass the next morning because my eye was swollen out of my fucking head. And you all wanted me to come back in so I could do my closing duties. You're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. I was livid. I was like, you want to pay this fucking medical bill for me? Or should we just let this go and you want to let me keep working? And so they let me keep working and they gave me an air fryer for Christmas. I was livid. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. That is. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I could just... But he didn't care because I was white. Jesus. He didn't care because I was white. I didn't... So, like, you know what's so crazy for me, right? He praised all the other black servers, and I, I know my tables would go and give him praise about me, and I never heard a word about it. I'd literally see them get up and go tell the manager about how great I am, and he never said anything about it in the team meetings, just about how good the other servers were. That's weird to be that kind of... See, like I say... I've experienced racism. No, 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 I got you. That That is experience. That's yes, racist. Because I say, like, there's a... There's, for me, again, I'm a logical person. Right. I can only be racist in a certain realm and time span. And I'm going to... I can... I'll justify it for myself. I won't say it for other people. Because when I was younger, when I learned about it and I understand how it came to be and how it works... Yeah. So, when I experienced it or when I... Or what's it? When I projected... I just put my spin on how I want to project it. Yeah. You understand? So, I've I know... Done, I've done it one time in my life that I feel really bad about. What you do? Where I was racist. This guy, he was with one of my friends, and he was black, and she was too, but he was just such a piece of shit. I was like, you're, you're, you're trash. <laughs> I felt really bad. Really? No, you yeah. could. No. Yeah, but uh, but he kind of deserved it. But no, no, I'm <laughs> saying, you look, you all right. And I'd be thinking, like, they be showing this thing about white people guilt and stuff on the internet. But it's like, there's a hit and miss in that space. I can't even get into it. But I be seeing like what they be saying. It's like, yeah and no, maybe so. Because not every white person is going to benefit off the stuff that happened throughout slavery. But there's a lot to have. 
And the part about that is that the same way we can't be like, okay, you deserve reparations and you don't deserve reparations. That's our depend point. So I see where that happens, where it's like, there's a bunch of white folks I knew growing up in the jail. They was poor too. They didn't have anything. They still don't come from anything. They didn't do shit. They probably just have a regular job, just like you. So, but then they can be like, well, you do know, I do understand at the same time, a lot of the laws and stuff that was made, like people didn't make them. And they don't control them. They're not the majority of the people deciding making rules and stuff like that. Yeah. So I get that part and how that works and corporate. It's a bunch of that stuff going on. And it's like, what I hate to say the most is like, it is, there is white privilege. And it's just the way it is in this country. But. Like having a kid yeah. with a different race, since I am white, is yeah. something to think about. Yeah. Like my kid will go through racism that I've never experienced. No yeah. matter what race I am. Yeah, I even if it's Spanish, even if yeah. you choose black, Asian, Asian black, yeah. yeah. All of them, all of them experience it. I mean, I've experienced it as a white person, but it's just a lot easier. And that's something I think about when I think about it. My kid will go through something that I have no idea how to do. And you don't know what to tell them. So, I don't know what to say. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. So look, if me, when I got, now I'm saying, because again, mine is different. When I see, when I talk to a white kid, and um, talk to a black kid, because they be acting stupid here too sometimes, right? Yeah. And like sometimes I be wanting to act like a nigga with them and shit, like, because I sort of do have that moment where I sort of like think like, some of y'all just don't really know what the fuck it is sometimes, you get me? Yeah. But then at the same time, I'm like, that's my default, like where I came from and the people I was with. And it's like, coming at them that way, is like, it's not their fault. They would they, they not around that, so it's like me trying to put that on them is sort of weird to do. You get me? Yeah. So it's like I ain't trying to. And around here is just too much money for anybody to think they're like thug life. Right? Yeah, they they do. They There's do have too money. much money around here. Yeah. You really think that? You have never seen violence like that. You have never seen another man beat another man. Uh-huh. You've never seen them. You've never seen guns fired for a purpose. You never seen a fourteen-year-old do crack or like smoke. I, the stuff right. that I see, and, like you be like, damn, bro. And it's, I mean, I've never really seen it either. Like I lived here my whole life. Like I've lived in this area my whole life. Basically. Yeah. So, yeah. What be out there? What people be doing? Like, and they gotta. You be imagine being ten years old. And you have to start selling crack. Right. And like, and then there was another dude named Richie, but he went to prison. But he was just like his mom did crack. His his dad did crack. And the kids in my school, like some of the black people, you know, they hang their pants down low and they walk like this, and they got that dead look on their face. And I'm like, bro, you go to bed at night and don't worry about your parents making money. No. You don't think about it. You I'm don't not think about the food that you're eating and how you have brand new shoes on your fucking feet. Yeah. I my parents took me to the homeless shelter. I've seen that shit. Yeah. I had friends that had to work with their moms, like. I've seen yeah, since time. a kid, you guys so yeah. You don't see that shit. They're sheltered. I'm like, this is all an act. You think you're cool? Yeah. Why don't you head down to the hood and act like that? And yeah. Watch how fast your ass gets. They taking all that shit from you straight up. You'll be butt ass naked on the fucking. You damn right. But it's like, so yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know, like, so you know. But it's like, there's a whole demeanor about even when it comes to doing that. When we out there, we sort of look at like, for example. If you got stranded, something happened to you, even in the hood, right? You sort of safer there, I promise you, in a degree and an extent, depending what, where you at and what's going on. Like, for example, you know, some white girl stuff like that, and um, you, your car break down or something like that, or you get a flat or something like that, right? I've never changed my own tire. 
I got you. I'm just saying, if something must happen in the hood, right? And some cats see you or something like that. Now they're gonna walk up to you and stuff like that, depending how you act. Depending, cause the thing about it is like, depending on that white person demeanor you give them is right. what's gonna happen, whether or not you dictate where you get robbed or not. Now if you give that, like, yeah. oh my gosh, you black people, and it's like, yeah, no, we I know we, what you mean. we I sense that. Mean. So it's like, and you're just a girl. We know you need help, and something happens. So we that dictate on whether how we're gonna treat you. So now it's like. Where you at now? Every place I can't say is gonna do that. Yeah. Privilege and that they could do whatever they want to me, whereas a black man would be like, Let me help this bitch and get her the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what happened. <laughs> that's I remember, yeah, yeah, you're right, because that's what happened. My name, but I was wanting like to motorcyclists, you know, everybody's scared of them, but they're really big softies. Like, mm-hmm. black people can be like that too, man. So, there are some good people out there, like, yeah. So, I've I seen that happen. happen. I saw a girl get hit in a car accident like that and stuff like that, and you see them try to help them and stuff like that. Right. Those other dudes, they're trying to charge like $50 and stuff like that, get some money off of them. So if you, if some dudes, if you want to do that, they can do that. Oh, look, I got you, you know, you're going to look out with $100 and, you know, if the white person well, has it. I will it. say it doesn't matter. Like, the yeah, that, no, that's fair. I actually agree with that. Yeah. I don't care if they have a nice button down and they're white or if they're homeless. Like, and that's I look a, at them all. I watch them all. That's true. So I was right. I was driving the car last week. I remember this. So you saying this exactly what I was thinking about. So I saw this white guy. He had um some green belt. It was somewhere down this way. I don't know. But I'm driving. He just running. He just running. It's pitch black like damn near 3 in the morning. And I'm like, damn. It's different as a guy. Because I thought about it. I'm like, you would never see a girl 3 in the morning. And there's no thing. pitch black. He just running. Then he got tired. He just started walking. And he was, I was like, wow. So yeah, you couldn't be a girl doing that on Cyro. Some guy driving by and see you out there. You gonna hit a U-turn so fast? So fast. So fast. So yeah, I get you. Yeah, you gotta look at all men like that. I agree with that. It's hard. I mean, like, I'm, I'm just not physically as strong, I, and it's been proven to me that I almost died in my own fucking house. Like, oh. <laughs> it's been proven. Yeah, that's that's scary. So that you said, that's scary. Since your friends, yeah, they gotta be very protective of you. Yeah, you really gotta carry. In, in, like, I, I am pretty attractive. Like, it's not like I'm some some trashy white girl, you know. Like, oh shit. That's got like scars on my arm. Good thing you got a boyfriend. Super, super fat, you know. Like, yeah, you're right. I'm pretty in shape, and I've got blonde hair. Okay, slow down there. We're like, jumping the gun. You're going. Okay, we know where you at. Like, you, you have to be super careful. <laughs> she overselling herself now. Yeah, Okay, so now I say for me, I know that yeah, girls don't live in that space to do that in that sense. And it was funny as hell because what my my boyfriend's buddy, he was like, man, I went into this bar and it was like all older women, and he was like, for the first time ever, I felt like what it was like to be a woman. And I was walking around with a hand over my cuff, worried about these old women trying to take me home. Really? Yeah, he was like, I I was in like a cougar bar or something. I don't know how it happened. It was. Like white like, older women? Yeah, and he's a white man. He's a white man that was like 27 or something. He was like, I was nervous. I've never been nervous like that. You before. a girl, so maybe you can understand this. So, when you see them cooler older women, what do you think about when you see them? Because look, even me as a guy, I can look at it and give objective like 
views compared to like when you're a certain guy at a certain age. Now, when a girl girls try to defend other women and stuff that they do, it's like you're you like you look at yourself as a woman. You're like, damn, you have a certain value and certain things you don't have to deal with as a woman for many many years. How do you make it this far to still be at the bar and this old and just and then flip it back on them? Yeah. Uh, my, I have a friend who's 45 and. Her husband died, and so she's got a lot of money, and she goes out to the bars a lot. I go to the bars with her. That's sort of different. She's like, she gets a lot of attention from men, but like, they all come up to her. She never goes up to them. That's true. She's with a lot of men. That's true. No, because I'm like, when when again when you enter this stage, I'm gonna say because I've dealt with I've I've dealt I've dealt with tricks, right? So with tricks, it'd be like when you reach a certain point, it'd be like I'll be thinking myself, you gonna just because they they do it for the money. But then that her, she don't do it for the money. Right. So I'm just like, when you like that as a woman, it's like, is it, you know the men don't want to be with you or stay with you. Yeah. But so, it's the same for men when they're 80 and they have a 20-year-old on their arm. No, men, it's not, that's not the same for men. I'm telling you why. Because they only see the value of you now at 80 to take you for the money. You get me? The women, men just want to be with you just because you're a woman when you're younger. That's it. They don't really expect much out of you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So now if you make it to be a cougar, it'd be like, damn, what what happened? Like you just because the two, like if you like if you was a guy, you see a girl, like, would you take a twenty five year old or a forty five year old? You as a guy, so why would you do that? Because when you look at a twenty five year old girl, she got nice positive energy, she wants to do stuff, she's sort of like lively, she always got the energy. That's what you look at and stuff like that. And well, it's like it's the same for a cougar. They want that lively. They want a man that can still get it all. No, no, no. They pass that opportunity too many times because they always thought, Oh, I could just get that another time. Well, I could just get that right. another time. And we notice that that's why like when we see that we like we wanna just plug and play. You know, and that's about it. So I just be like, damn, that's horrible to do that yeah. for so long. But again, I if have morals, I mean, my parents put morals. In no, me. if I could never marry for money. No, if you was already, if you already got married, because you said she got married and her husband died, that's different. I yeah. understand that the widow thing is different. But I, I rather say you sort of preserve yourself, because that's just gonna just. Right, but I mean, she was so heartbroken, and like it was around the time that my ex fiance left me. And her husband had died like three before that, so we connected over that. Like, I lost my brother, she lost her husband, I lost my fiance, and she just got out of a relationship that she tried to after her husband died. And that's so the we both just thank each other into alcohol. Yeah, I mean, that's we were not... spending like 1500 a week on alcohol. Yes, I, I wish I was an alcoholic, or cause I wish I was. No, and it, that's a bad thing to say you wish you were an alcoholic, right? No, why I'm saying that is because I just don't have it in me. Like, it's crazy. I'll just I mean, like. We, we literally would wake up in bed next to each other and be like, do you remember what happened last night? I wish. I wish. How did we get home? You I see? Know. I wish. Like, it was like that all the time. Like, every other day was like that. I envy that. Because I'd just be like thinking to myself, I'd be in my head so much. I want to get out of it. That's why we become alcohol. And that's, but that's, that's all, why a lot of people become drug addicts. Yeah, so, but. I, the taste of alcohol don't compel me to drink, and that's the unfortunate part about it. See, for me, like, when I say, because my brain is conditioned now, like, I love to be trashed. I can't. I love to be blacked out. I want to try that, but, like, again, you have, like, I'm like, I try alcohol, I drunk, I'm like, ugh. 
And it's like Ooh. now, we, I would say a normal person, when they start to feel tipsy, they, they, they stop. stop. Yeah. It's their last drink. Yeah. For me, I start to feel tipsy. I'm like, all right, two more shots. Ugh. And let's get another drink while we're Yeah, out. you, yeah. I'm like, this is it. This is the time to turn up Oh, right man, now, that's hard. Oh, man, that would never work for me. It's like that. That's you, what we do. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I wish I could do that. I just can't get to that point, man. When and I... That's why... I, when I drink, I throw up. I'll be like, you too much. See, I'll throw up and keep it. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Damn, see, I'm jealous. I envy that because you can get to that point. I just can't. My brain has a default, like, protection meter. I don't know what it does, yeah. but it does that. So it just won't let me get past that point because I must stay cognitive and aware at all times. I love it. Yeah, man. I, I've only done that one time. I remember what it was. It was a certain rum that I drank. So the rum that I drunk, and it was a five star, I don't know what volume it was, whatever the fuck it was, but I drunk it, I know I was doing stuff while I was on it, but it just came in bits and pieces off my memory, and that was the only time I could actually say that that happened, and that was only because I drunk with someone I liked. And I feel bad because, like, I love to have sex when I'm drunk, and sometimes I don't remember it. I don't. And my boyfriend will be like, did you remember last night? I'm like, no. That's my one fear, cause he's like, I don't think we should have sex anymore. Yeah, yeah. Drunk, and I'm like, baby, I love you. No, 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 no. But so guys like me, guys like us, that's that's weird because it's like, if you don't remember it and stuff like that, I don't feel like I took part. Like, the, the, the alcohol did most of it. Right, and I just tell him, I'm like, look, we've set our guidelines of like what's okay for us to do. You can tell him, but internally, like, just don't have that when we're drunk. No, I'm just saying internally, you, you can tell a guy, but like it just don't feel. Cause again, remember you're somebody's daughter, you know, like in that regard, it's like yeah, sure you might tell me, but it's like in my own person, it just feel weird. Cause it's like you didn't do it for me or with me. The alcohol would take most. Yeah, so it's like I feel like that that take that robs me of something and my dignity as a guy. Fine as hell. I look so good. You said, well, damn, well, you're overselling yourself right yeah. now. Bro. Okay, okay, you gotta see me in those dresses. Oh, okay. I'm like, what are you talking about? You like okay. a, you like an easy five. Like, bro, you talking like you an eight nine or something over here? I look fine as fuck. This was the dress I was in. I, was, I, was, I look good as fuck. You got, I'm sure. Yeah, you got a boyfriend, so I agree with you. And, and, yeah, I'm like, no, I'm like. Are, and she, she, I don't remember, but one of them was hitting on me. She has six. But the, and it's like, I just like, didn't even care. You know, it's like, it just passes right over me. Before before drinking or after drinking? Before, or after. When oh. I was already trapped. I don't even remember him flirting with me. But I, I was talking to him about it the next day. And he was like, yeah, I came over and Andy was flirting with you. And you were just basically like, fuck off. And I was like, well, that's great. <laughs> yeah, so alcohol, the cool thing about alcohol, I will say is that in parts, it's whether you know it or not, it's going to do two things. You're going to act on things you try to deny yourself when you're sober. Yep. Or, right? And then, or you're going to act on, enforce, double down on what you act like when you're sober. Right. And this, I've been doing that with mm -hmm. It's like I double down and I'm like, like, his friend will try to like give me his number when I'm trash, and I'm like, no, I don't want it. Like, yeah. I don't want your number. Yeah. So we just like it cut that like. What would you do if you were sober? It just, 
mean, he's not gonna no, he's not gonna attempt to do it. You hear me? Right, exactly, exactly. So, That's exactly how it goes. So then, like, now why do you attempt when she's not so fucked up and I'm your buddy's girl? Yeah, and you double. What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, and then you you double down. You're like, it was never gonna be a thing when I am sober, and your brain still acknowledges it's not gonna be a thing when you're not sober. That's the cool thing about the alcohol for some people. It does. It definitely will show you what you want. Because mm-hmm. you will sleep with somebody if you don't, if you're not. No, if you deny yourself, like in your conscious state of mind, you deny like, oh, I would never do that. Right. And that's what I feel like my ex was. And then she always tell me, oh, yeah, I would never do that. No, it's like, when you sober, you may tell me that. I mean, yeah. You start drinking and you smoke a little bit. You just trying to, you sucking and fucking like, wait a minute here. Yeah. You tell me on all these principles and how you think about stuff, but let alcohol and weed get there. You pull it out. Let me see it. Is he it? says like, he always knows when I'm drunk because I'm like, hey, baby. Oh, man. That, yeah, that was scary. <laughs> you want to take your pants off. And look, and look, look, and that's the funny thing. If you don't want to be like that without the alcohol, I sort of feel bad as a guy. Like, you don't just want to be like that without there need to be alcohol. Yeah. That's just that bother. It was like the other morning I went up there. No, like just this whole happy, jittery attitude you give when you that 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 personality. You don't do that without that. Oh, that's a big possum. Damn. Those things are good to have around. What do you mean good? We eat like ticks and bugs. Not and even. Stuff. If we had coyotes, those would be great to have around because coyotes eat them. They eat birds. Vegan tick. Yeah. Wow. It's here in Georgia. They need to. Who would have thought? Jesus, you need to start. You know how great that would be. If you start up a restaurant and you're a vegan restaurant and you just let you, those loose. Let those- <laughs> yeah. So let's go up. Hey, guess how capitalism works. They find something that I they. I had a teacher at tennis office. She's got the allergy now. She's like, I got to be careful in like grocery stores, handling packages and stuff. Damn, you can't eat. That's a god's bug. Yeah, like, you gotta be really careful when you go out to restaurants. Yo, to do that. You think it'll be, you bit one time it goes away. It stays permanent? Permanent. Jesus, that's like, what's that shit people have? Uh, uh, STDs? Yeah. When they get, so what's the the permanent one? They say herpes? Oh, the clap? Oh, that's a bit, that's a like permanent. Oh, no, I know that's permanent, but I'm like, isn't the herpes or clap, something like that's permanent too? Yeah, herpes. Herpes are interesting because, like, they say there's flare-ups of herpes. Like, you can have mouth. Yeah, but it goes like, away and then it comes and then back. It comes but it's back. The, but it's always there. It's, it's always there. Yeah. Oh man, that ticket. I thought that's what it was. No, or, that shit is constant. Oh man, that's how do you know when you get bit? Damn, that's crazy. Would you? Would that cost people? Keep the possums around so we can eat, keep eating beef. Oh no, I'm not, I don't eat meat. I ain't get but bit, but the shit me. So would that help? That would help you save money. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Long-term effects, yeah, I'm thinking like, yeah, you know. 
you can't eat certain meats anymore. Now that you, you cut, it cuts down the diet, now you gotta eat healthy. Yeah, you see the benefits of it. Be a vegetarian, slash pescatarian. Wait. No red meat. Oh man, that's sad. But no, like I'm saying, now with you, when you get in that kind of dynamic, you start to see, man, what what's something that you think he does with you that you want him to do when he's not on alcohol? Yes. Got like infatuation. Yes. And I only get like glimpses of that when he's sober. So. There, it will be like a specific moment. Like we'll be in the kitchen. He'll be like, look at me. Like, I love you. I can tell you that. For okay. That, like emotional connection. Because again, you said, remember what you said about how long he, he hasn't been loved properly? That's a hard thing to do to a girl. Because they excessively want that. Yeah. Right? And it's like, you want it too, but you sort of understand for you as a guy, it's like, once you start that, you have to keep giving it and keep giving it and keep giving it. And you know you got to limit that in reality. It's something that you don't want to do, but in reality, you do have to limit it. But I don't think I could be with somebody who is sober. Like, I should be because I'm an alcoholic. I should be with somebody who's sober, but I couldn't. That's a yin and yang, right? I'm too, yeah, I'm, I'm too young for me to give up alcohol right now. You too young to give... Wait a minute. They say alcohol should never take another sip again. <laughs> Your parents said this? That's what all they say. They sent me off for rehab for two months, and AAL says that, like, you can't ever have another drop again. Even cooking wine you shouldn't use. Damn, cooking wine? Shit. None of it. You should have none of it ever again. Not even on the holidays, not for celebrations. That's damn. That's hard. No, no, no. It's not that. I'm like that's that's hard. Only because I just know. But at the same time, even when you know, you already dealt with it. Life being in danger, you lost a relative. Yeah. So it's hard because that really affects your mental. Yeah, I've been through a lot of shit. I seen this kid. I know this car. Yeah, yeah, no, I've seen them. They came here before. There's another two that's curse girls. Bring your dog? Yeah. You can bring him. I can. Yeah, why not? You bringing the dog in here? Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. I like bring the dog. dog in here. I like dogs <laughs> and cats. Aw. He don't need a leash or nothing? He's not going to run away? No, he's good. Okay. Um, yeah, no, he likes Oh, <laughs> Come here. Oh, so cute. Hey, <laughs> Oh, I can turn it on. Let me turn it on. Let me just block the thing so he don't go past here.
So what you guys got planned this evening, morning? There comes a point where I can say what happens is when like they want to do it and then after that you probably don't want to do it and then after that that's where that happens you reach that flat line yeah. so then it gets awkward and then you guys just have to go yeah so that's what happens so I can understand why you had to go because they just reached that point where it's like oh mm. exactly so yeah go back Same or separate? Okay.
out. I remember that little beer bubby. I'm a guy, I don't know what automatically happens in y'all radar. So you have emotional responses to this. Do y'all logically know why she does this? Huh? You think it's insecure? Well, let me get her point of view. She's okay. You so if you think it's insecure and you think it's jealousy, so I think I mean, it's a defense mechanism that she has. Because when you so if so if it's her, she's her defensive thing is that when there's so many different personalities to compete with, the best thing you can possibly do to defend by whatever it is, whoever she acts like, extra. And that's why y'all say uh, she thinks she's better than everybody else. I think she needs to assure herself on what she's like, who she's around. Yeah, I, I'm gonna take that. I think y'all said that that counted out one time, and that's that somebody said something. And people was like acting some kind of way, and I was like, oh my god, this is the stuff I see in the grassy. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh man, this looks like there's some tea going on here. Whatever the case may be, but I think it is sort of a defensive mechanism. All oh, wanted to play with the puppy, too. Yeah, if I had a place, I'd give me a dog. I want a husky, though. That's cheap to you? You know, what is that? My rent for the money, like $750, is most of my rent. <laughs> you just got a dog. Yeah. Yeah, she said, like, yeah, cheap. Okay. And then, uh, wait a second. Don't forget now, you got to keep it. Once you keep it, no, if you yeah. do keep it, you got to feed it. And then you got Especially yeah. that first year, all that Yeah, so Jesus, it costs way more. But it's nice to have to have the company and to tell them stuff that I can't tell other people. Yeah, it's very common. Wait, so wait a second. So y'all, the other girl, y'all came together, but y'all fell off. So you just so shallow. How could you? You just so shallow. No, I'm saying you. Because you replaced her with another friend. No, 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 I got you. But you filled her in. You had your best friend on standby. You know what? Well, I'm friends with that girl too. Like, we're all in a friend group. No. I understand, but I never, I don't know what that's like. Because with this ecosystem up here, it's very different. Y'all have a social structure that y'all go by. No, no, I got you. Well, she was mentioning the same thing. But I'm just saying, yeah, start off with that dynamic. After 25, you don't make friends anymore. And it's hard to make friends. Relatively. Yeah, yeah. Relatively, they don't world if nobody didn't have a kid or you move away and start something like that or get some success. That's what usually happens to most people. So having a friend thing is like, wow. Yeah. Oh, 
They try to separate that. Oh, you, you can't talk about that. It's business, and you're supposed to. Say, it is. You have to, like certain jobs, certain places, are supposed to be able to have that, with a certain limitation and stuff like that. Cause now, if YouTube like don't like her, and y'all plot to beat her up and jump her, like wait a minute now, hold on. Y'all can save that for when y'all not here. Yeah. Want to incriminate Justin? They wanted to do that. They tried to do that. Have you tried to get with her boyfriend? Wait a second. Wait a minute now. I remember seeing um, what's that shit? Yeah, I see y'all know. Y'all seen that video? It was on Instagram. Something. The girls in the car and say five fingers if you ever slept with my best boyfriend. And then the and then the girl looked at the girl and she was like, uh, Kaylee. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, oh man. She said, you think I didn't know? And they was in the car together. You fucking bitch. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is some serious tea right here. Y'all be going through all that stuff. Like, yeah, so it was like three of them, four of them in the car, and they was all doing that. Yeah, they was doing that challenge, and I was like, she was like, huh? It caught off guard too. She she wasn't expecting. She wasn't expecting. Don't. Oh my gosh, Kaylee, careful. Slow down. Watch it. You dropping the syrup on your jacket. Get, get some towels and put on your jacket. I know she is. I know. I'm sorry. When you old, you want no, no. You're not supposed to sticky. You're not supposed to. You must be So then y'all two been since a long time y'all known each other, y'all say? Did you two known each other? Since the other one? Oh, so y'all got time to fall out with each other. Okay. Really? Why is that? Oh man, that's rare to get that. Amazing. This great guy got that. This great guy got that. So you don't think her boyfriend looks good and you don't think her boyfriend looks good? Wow, y'all too similar but y'all boyfriends are nothing else. That's amazing. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Not even a month. So yeah, almost similar in that regard. Okay. No, you did? 
damn, you've heard that in four years. They starting early putting in the time. Four. I couldn't even manage that. That's crazy. So for y'all, right? Because like, this is a neutral party question. So, no, yours is different. You want, you initiate. When people initiate the relationship thing to you, now you decide whether or not you want to partake into this, right? Yeah. Or do you try to go in to deal with that person? No, no, no. One has to initiate. I mean, yeah, a person has to initiate, but obviously, if I have feelings for that person, who's initiating, well, if I don't. Because you say getting out as if you got in, but you joined. You get me? <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. When they be saying, oh, I got out of a relationship, I'll be like, she said. You cheated once. Okay, but no. Okay, I'm understanding because what happens to you when you do that? That's fine. No, the way the guys be here. But look, the way it happens when people get to that stage is like some people they cheat to think whether or not they really want to be with the person. And then some people they cheat where they sort of think to themselves, uh. when people try to get into that space it'd be like a way out do I really like this person let me have sex and see do I still want to be with this person and when you still want to be with that person it's like oh okay I do like the person if you did it or you try to not do it other people and hold yourself to get with that person I know what happens at that stage much. but then now if you do it and you tell the person that you did it and then the person flip out and then they want to be with you you sort of be like Okay, I was doing it to see if I really want to be with the person. And I told them that I did it to be honest and stuff like that. And they just like, oh, they want to throw it out the window. I was like, okay, they didn't really want to be with me the same way I wanted to be with them. Because you can try and cheat and continue cheating and stay with them and be like, I, I'll just be with the person. But again, for guys and girls, it's very different. Some guys, they're not trying to do anything. And they might be like, I like you entirely. I'm going to stick to you. That's very rare. They're rare. She told me that earlier. I was like, look, if you don't understand the nature of guys, you're going to have a hard time. It's like, but you literally see these. You know, it's simple. We just, all of us, no matter what the race is, the majority of us are simple. And she understood that. And I was telling her, I'm like, you know how simple it is? She said, yeah, yeah, so simple. That's the only part you have to come to terms with is like, well, they'll do it up with people. Man. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm man. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what you got to come to terms with is that um, 
They gotta just want to stay with you because they fine with sleeping with other people, but they don't want to stay with them. Yeah. They just don't like them. They yeah. like you. Yeah. They smell everything. I know how they, what they do. When they sort of see what they know, so they can smell everything. Everything is exciting. Wow. Luckily, I figured this out as, as time goes. It don't get no better. Huh? Where it gets worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like college. Drop your napkin. Co college. They told you I get worse in college? Oh, wait. Yeah, it does It does turn like that, but it depends on where y'all going and what, what happens to y'all. Yeah. Because, um, I shoot out of pocket here when I be making my statements. So, you look like your dad. You look like your dad. Yeah. And you look like your mom. So in this situation, when y'all go and have that college experience, it's like they're going to tempt y'all with the girl-to-girl -girl action. Everything seems to happen in this college area and stuff like that. So <laughs> I don't know which one y'all may swing that area. It's hard to tell. That's why I say one look more like the girl-to-girl, -girl, one look more like the guy. You just don't know. So they say, she say, huh? Yeah. So I'm just saying when you, Yeah, so I say when you go there you get more of that. Go, oh, and that's why I got that. When I say you look more like when I went with that approach, it you couldn't go out the park. Yeah. Oh, I've never seen you that. And that's the weird thing about it. I just have those things I can tell when you look. Yeah, and, and, and then you seen that girl, you ain't watched the Terminator, but she liked the guy in the Terminator. You've you never seen, it's Terminator, yeah, you never seen Terminator, but in Terminator 2, there's a cop. Oh, careful, scared the dog. Yeah, that's what she likes, she likes the cop in Terminator 2. Those pretty eyes. The cute little dog. How long you had him? I have a month and a half? Wow. Almost two months. Duke. Do you have a dog? I don't. Oh. You're going to get a cat. Like you was talking about, you said we got time to do all that. This they're doing that now. Right. While they're up here. I mean, I, Once they move away from here, it's, it's going to be a little bit of a pickle. They don't want to come back. Uh -huh. They don't want to come back. I came back. <laughs> I came back so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. Okay, like interesting questions. Like, do you guys enjoy working here? I feel like you encounter like so many different types of. It's not like that. That's like a three out of eight ratio is what I can give you. From me, yeah, three, like honest me, she knew me on and off four years of doing this. It's like that with the employees and then it's like with the coworkers. Okay, that one girl that works here, she's really old, she's skinny. 
Yeah. Are you beefing with her? Which one? I beef with a lot of them. The really old one that's skinny. I beef with a lot of them. This is, I think it's Christy. The one I was she I was in here last time and she was yeah, so yeah, she works these days. So yeah, she got she's really shriveled with the glasses and stuff like that. Yeah, she shriveled. She shriveled with the glasses. Yeah. Why do you Yeah. Let me see. I got her right here on my phone. That's, that's Wendy. That's, no, she's horrible. She's just as bad. Toe to toe, when it comes to the two, I take the annoying one, the terrible one. But this is what she'll do. It's out of context when y'all see what goes on. So it's like stuff like that annoy you when you're working with the person, you know? Now the big one, she does that. Yeah. But I mean, I've only been here two months. I'm not trying to stay. Yeah, she's not trying to stay. So me. Yeah, cause like for y'all, right? Unbiasedly, you guys are just here for a moment, and then after that, whatever experience you have during that small window, what you have? Yeah, so in here for 10 hours, depending on the kind of other person you get to work with, if they, like, that, that they, there's a crazy guy, they racist, they creepy, or they, like, have an attitude problem, or they got personal issues, because the windy one is, oh, man, she always, oh, just talking about just There's one in my store, and she's a cool person, but she gets very, like, obsessed about her section, and will get super into it. Like her and I have gotten in huge fights before, but like in five minutes we're like laughing. Oh wow. So I don't mind her, but if there the cook there is I, I told him I was like, hold her back. Yeah. I she's Yeah, I hope is big and Dennis is big. But they have a paper right there with sharks in the back, and they'll tell the servers, okay, depending on how busy the shift is going to be, they have numbers to go by in the back. It depends on, like, the number of servers. Yeah, so they'll be like, if it's just two people, let's say there's two servers, she get this whole half of the store, and then the other server gets this half of the store. Then when it comes to three, you get this section, then the other person gets up here, and uh, that, the rest of that. Three. Yeah, so then when it be four people, it sort of get like, okay, you get just those three, you get that one, you get the high count, and you just They do it that. by number of chairs. So yeah. So like boost count is four. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. They try to make it Oh, yeah. Well, that's the principle, and then, you know, you got your regulars, and when you fall, they just, them little things like that to me happen, but I don't be in that. I'd be a cook. Why do you guys get mad? They're like, servers are they like, Server, huh? Who? Yeah, like, like yeah. I, I work at a restaurant and, like, I'll have regular server come in and I'll serve the server that I want to sit with all the time. And, like, that server section at school, you'll get mad at me. And I host. Like, I'm not a server. Wow, they mad at you. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it's like you can either wait but, or yeah. I can eat. There's, there's a stupid switch in people's brain that I don't know. It always pops up. But they forget that if, if I'm not here, I'm a person too. Yeah, yeah. So if you go to a person's job, you forget they're people too. So when they get mad at you, I'm like, that's a dumb switch that turns yeah. on. I'll be like, do you not realize, like, 
if you gonna imagine if I went to your job and acted this way. Exactly. They don't do that. They completely oblivious to that, and they want to talk to you down as a server. Oh, and literally. Yeah. Yeah. I be I be cooking. I be watching. I be watching some of these servers try to do this, and they'll be sitting right there. Can I get coffee? Can I get this? While you're doing everything else, can I get this? Can I get that? After for three things, are you still seeing from trying to do that? And there's some patients you got to have or be considerate. And then they have a whole attitude. It'd be men and women that be like that. I'd be like, oh. Like, that's why I feel like it's so important to learn, like, respect for workers in places. Feminism. If I go out somewhere, I try not to. Yeah, just They like that I in the medical lab? And it's gonna be about the same thing. They I'm act, make it just a little bit. They act like that in the medical lab? They, but the best thing about it is that like, you get benefits and you get your weekends off and you get paid vacation and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Like that doesn't really happen in restaurant business. Yeah. No, sort of, it don't. I don't know, George. I was been to like three different colleges. There's G. Yeah, I do That's the one I was working by. Okay, yeah, that's. Really? Yeah, I want to do like technology and like aerospace and things like that. Oh shit! I didn't think that. I just saw random people. There's a lot of colleges too down there. So when I was there. Wow. And you don't want to go there. I'm not smart enough. What, what, what's, what's something that you think you could do? I'm really interested in like business and marketing. I do a lot of that stuff at school you now. Yeah. And then you do. So y'all similar. You do, do that stuff too? No? I don't really want to do like car racing or car Car racing? Mm-hmm. So you are your dad. What do you do? Are you a cheerleader? No. No. There was another one that came in here that looked like you. I thought it was you, because they came when the school, high school game had happened, and they seen one, they were all white, and I was like... Just the cat here. Yeah, y'all know, wait, what, what's the two schools that beef around here? That's the two, so yeah, they be beefing. So you fight any girls from another school? I used to go to No, so you didn't fight nobody over there? What? Oh, you did. Okay, and you? 
<laughs> oh, really? That's further. That's near like Rome. Coming. That's further up. It is further up. Oh wow. They doing different things. One want to be a NASCAR driver, and then the other one, what's the other one want to do? Business. Holy shit, wait a second. I watch a lot of uh, YouTube. So because I'm a millennial, when I talk to you, I just notice something while talking to you. So she's not that far off. So, Rachel, we're talking to two different people. Well, let's say four. So watch. Come here, come with me and let's do it. Okay, go on your Instagram and you go on your Instagram. I want you, I want to see. My Instagram's no, I just want to see who's on Instagram and who I'm talking to in real life. I saw this thing going around when they was going through the high school and they showed the girl on Instagram and they showed her in real life and then the girl's trying to hide. I was like, oh shit. Why are you saying it doesn't look like people so are extensions in and that No, justification. It's all right. So look. I was saying. So, so look, this, this, this is a... Yeah, no, I don't have anything like that. I, I got you, I got you. Oh my god. Mine's See? Like, Two different my, people. Yeah, fuck no. Mine's all like that at all. Yeah, she Mine's know. Mine be jumping out of a fucking airplane. This is the, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what you call it? Yeah. When me. you watch Heroes, remember? Save the cheerleader, save the world. Like, this is me doing my business stuff. Yeah, that is you. Yeah. You look taller. Jesus. I was wearing heels. Two different people. You remember? <laughs> you don't know that. You didn't watch that back then. You didn't watch that. No, it was, I saw it. You saw Save the Cheerleader, yeah. Save the World? I did it. That her. Save the cheerleader, save the cheerleader. I just thought to myself, I'm talking to two different people. They do, yeah. I can say that. Yeah, y'all yeah, yeah, just probably got different dads or different somebody, different, but they're different. Yeah. Y'all naturally, y'all naturally blonde, or you guys? Yeah, I see the brown. I just like, wow. And they still not done growing too. That's the thing about it. They still got time to grow. Yeah. No, you. I, mean, I used to be like that a long time ago. You regular height. They short. So yeah. one Apparently of you. I'm done I'm no. You got like, you got like, three more years yeah. to grow. Oh. I'm taller than my most of my friends. Really? 5'5 and she 5'4? I'm like 5'3. 5'3. Oh, yeah, I'm afraid of her, bro. For some reason, I don't know. Honestly, you, I think you still got the chance to grow. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm done. Dogs are so out of the I don't know how girls play with dogs, but that's who it is. Like, they know they're female and female, so they play with us differently. So he knows I'm a guy. So we actually got this thing where we do with them when they like to. I, tell. I do that with them too. I guess yeah. they college. Where's the thing? They always like to play tug. I need to get a rack. I used to have an American Bulldog. With an American Bulldog. Shit, <laughs> 
That's his like Teeth in yet? No, I know, I know they're sharp. With puppies, they always be sharp. They just not as big as they could be. filter down so what you think is messed up <laughs> will your parents actually they should know what's messed up they look at you and be like <laughs> damn they got you on hey, what It's very yeah. apparent yeah. up my here. Parents, my parents, my mom, and my real dad, and my stepdad, they were all alcoholics. Oh. So I'm very so like, damn, yeah. Jesus. Goodness gracious. But I feel like being put in those certain situations helps you mature through life. Like, it helps you see the life. This is really fun. You right, but don't get it to the point where it just lets you be like, if it something. If something traumatic happens, you'd be like, well, this did happen, so it justifies why I'm going to start doing drugs now. Yeah. Yeah, and my dad went back to jail last year for giving my two-year-old sister edibles so she would stop crying. Damn, he cold, boy. That's fucked up. I know. That's fucked up. Yeah. I want to fucking Damn. <laughs> how old is it, man? Why would you do that to a... Like, I know. It's baffling how some people think like that. I think it's acceptable. Like How old is he? Like 38. 38? Late 30s. Yeah, I'll beat the man ass. Like, this, if I find that out, I'll beat. Because I could. I like, first. My sister, dude. And, like, in the, and in the way I beat his ass is different because you'll you meet people like me. It'll be like, I want, I want you to walk me through what was you thinking about doing this. Once you tell me I'm going to enjoy beating your ass because I'm going to be thinking about that while I beat you. Because that make no, the two-year-old thought it's dangerous. The mom then had the kid and they, they trust you. You give the kid weed. And that was the kid they, like, because they couldn't take care of me, like, when they first had me. So they put me up for adoption so they had another one. And then... They just had another one? They bad with the well, first. She, they had another one like ten years later, and then after her they got divorced, and then I left my mom married, and my dad was killed. Yeah, it's crazy. How long they gave him? Hmm? How long they gave him? Uh, he, his release date was May 13th. 
No, how long did you win it this year? Last year. Last year. They gave him about two years, three years. Yeah. Boy. Crazy. That's a child. The child's not going to be able to handle it. Imagine what kind of issues you can get. Yeah, he only got charged with child abuse. That's a shame. Luckily. Damn, boy. Man, wow. Luckily, you didn't have to go through that. Yeah, they gave you up, but damn, they didn't put you on drugs or nothing, didn't they? Oh, okay, okay. He's all right. He got spared. Man. Some similarities. Yeah. Well, the stuff that y'all dealt with so young. Jesus. Oh man, that's hard. Y'all gonna have a lot of issues. Yeah. No, I'm gonna take away a lot of issues because if you personally know and have those experiences, the outside world not gonna see y'all like that. They gonna see y'all as just pretty two cute little white girls and how y'all post on the internet. They're not gonna know nothing about anything I go to like that. They just wanna look at you like y'all privileged and everything's okay. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, daddy's money. I'm like, yeah. I work full time. My dad does not give me shit. Yeah, nobody gonna. And that's why I say it's gonna be hard for you. Y'all really gonna be combating a lot of things. Damn, just hearing that, like, I'll be upset. This generation sucks. Yeah, I'll be upset for y'all. I don't know really what happened, but. You don't know. People suck. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Oh, the child got. Well, at least I know what child got to do. At least I got a good understanding because it might suck. Oh, that's not fun. It got cold in here. Okay. Yeah. Hot tub. You gonna get Duke a friend? No, Duke. Yeah. Is that, is that, is that neutered for you? Mm-hmm. Is anything neutered? Oh, okay. That's pretty nope. cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're planning on doing that, too? Okay. You have
you really think you have to know a person? You think you have to know a guy? How? I find that semi hard to believe. <laughs> Because I think what, what you're doing is, their assessment is what they think. So they only think in their framework. So I'm like, you're not even attempting to think logic. They don't only think logically about a situation or life in a person. There's a logically, then there's completely irrational. Both work. You just say, oh, you gotta know the type for. I'm like, hmm, it's a woman thing, it's not a man. Our type of stuff that makes sense. Your type of stuff that's just outlandish. <laughs> That needs to be qualified as types. I got you. So that she said. So she was like, she, she said, if somebody comes in, you should give my number. Oh, she said that. Yeah. Okay, it's a setup for failure. Okay. <laughs> got you. No. What? Look, most of the time. I know they look like it. How old is she? Thirty. Yeah, I figure. Thirty-one. She just winging it. So just like that, she just winging it. Cause women just voluntarily doing middleman of passing my phone number to somebody. That's when they like, they they just rolling the dice. They don't care if it, something does happen or if it don't. They just don't, they just want somebody. They don't really care how it plays out. Whether if he just gonna try and hit it and quit it for a little bit, she okay with that. Whether he seriously wanna get involved with somebody, she's sort of, she's still okay with that. I, I never understood that till I paid attention more, most recently. 
Because she gave you the number and say, if I mean, you no, I have, I had her number already. No, 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 because she told you that, gave you the permission. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, she like, if she just probably want to do whatever, she's found. Oh, this is the regular. What are you, what are you getting? Oh, I don't know. It's something different all the time. Oh? Hey, my eyes. I'm in. Stupid crappy. They don't get coffee? No, no, no. Oh, he don't get anything, anything, um, Yeah, that's how I take it. When you say what you say, I'm like, oh, then she just didn't care. Because normally women just like, random people periodically will always ask them for their number. Yeah. But for her to sit there and voluntarily tell you, give him oh, my yeah. number, yeah. that lets me know, I was like, oh. Okay, so me saying, ask me about my type is stuff that you just need common sense for with guys. Well, so if you, so them two, I know they like each other because they both said something to me on different times. That's why I did. And she told me when they, because she told, no, 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 she told you uh-huh. because you let her know, correct? Well, watch, watch, watch my example. If he told you that he was looking or he's, well, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, and if you never said anything to her that he said something to you, mm-hmm. would she know? Oh. Would she know? Maybe. How would she know? Well, I mean, he asked about her. I, mean, I, I got you. I'm following me I here. I don't know. I just, I just told him he asked about her. I'm not necessarily... Yeah, we're going with... Now he was telling talk, but... So let's say you say Lexi, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say that guy is Sam, for example. So you're in the middle here. So if Sam says to you, man, I like Lexi the way she looks. She looks very nice. And now you just retain that information, and then you see Lexi. You don't say anything to Lexi. Then another day, Lexi tells you that there's a guy, and she gives you a description, which is Sam, that she finds Sam attractive. You retain this information and you don't say anything to Sam when you see him again. Does anybody know about the other person now? Um, well, me and Lexi both thought Sam was cute. And so when it comes to them, I'm like, so it's okay, like people can't, we always talk about it, but, um, but, Tell they got a little bit of She could tell people. I don't know. I, I mean, he didn't. I don't know. She said that. Um, I told her about it too. Well, and after he said that, he um, usually just wouldn't invite him. Well, maybe I told her something. Well, you are, boy. But she'd like to meet you. I mean, we both like to meet you anyway, but there was something. You know, he said something to me. I think I'm talking to him and think she'd be like him. Maybe I could have told her that. So it would take for you to say something for Lexi to know. That's all I was... Well, well, I mean, I think they know a little bit. I think she knows. But you have to be the middleman to give her some indication. Otherwise, she won't know. Well, she did. Well, she did know. I just, I just told her that he came in. One day, Good and God. You know, she, 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 she didn't remember it, which was several times ago, and I didn't. Because he had a girl, he had a girl with him last time. Oh. So, 
you had a girl with the last time. Yeah, but then they seen each other. Then she was here Saturday getting him. Mm. So, yeah. Jesus. And he was kind of going next time. Oh. Well, here. Work. Work it. Work it. Oh. What you $656,000 is what it takes to be in the top 1%. What do you do in that state? Let's say Idaho, the highest paying job in Idaho. Huh. 
highest bin A primary care pediatrician, Jesus, pays two hundred thirty-five thousand. Everything medical. Associate medical medical director. These are not shits that you just overnight either it's a black stuff 20 years in you getting this 15 years 10 years you getting this shit medical staff physician highest lowest Hospital stuff. That's that state. Let's try another state. This is Utah. Network architect. Jesus. What? Oh my God. A financial analyst. Human resources manager, air traffic control. Economic consultant, database administrator, a concrete pump operator, I'll literally rather do that. A concrete pump operator, what are we doing right now? I pay 80000 to get on this right now. <laughs> I'll get to it. I'll get to it. A midwife. A nuclear engineer. Information Systems Manager. Where do these people pull up when I'm starting to read and really get into this shit? Bro, this is just ridiculous. 
A dentist makes $212,000 a year over there. Orthodontist, Jesus. This is in Utah. Let's try this pain job in uh, Arizona. Because you just need to go somewhere on the low end and then work your way from there. Like, basically, is what I think it is. Let's see. Did she, oh, she dropped her phone. Did she been drinking? What the fuck is she wearing? Yep, they drunk. Chief medical, medical, medical shit, medical shit, medical shit. I'm not into medical stuff. It's useless. Nope. What? Where's the heat?
Patty Mel.
wasn't here that long, you know, boys get fast. Damn, it was all the rest was like Mexican music, like 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 Mexican restaurant music. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, how many more songs is this going to be terrible? Oh no, not the Macarena. Mariachi. They was playing mariachi. It wasn't even Selena. Like, what? Bitty, bitty, bubber. That's all that. Oh, no. I don't even know what it was. Mexican rodeo. Oh, hey. When they looked at her, they knew she fucking knew what she said. That's a sad part. Don't think about it. I'm being serious. I just got a kick out of it. No, that's my big jam. Nope. I got you good. No, they got the cities where you can be. So we doing any? Why they pay so much? Hell if I know. Medical interpreter, I guess you gotta speak three languages. A flight paramedic. LPN travel. Hmm. Wild land firefighter. Wanted that job. That'll pay a lot. That's crazy. 
goodness, all the humanity. What? Anyway, let's look up another place. It's called over there. We look up Arizona. Wait, wait. Arkansas. And then we're gonna look up this. Is everybody, who's that? Who's that coming up? Sleeping in my shadow. Oh my god. Wait, what? In Mississippi? A what? A owner operator? Damn, a box truck owner operator in Mississippi makes that much. Goodness gracious, moving to Mississippi. A lease truck, damn. Why am I moving to Mississippi a long time ago? Good, good. Reading. Let me read, please. <laughs> Let me read, Katie. Drivers. So I should move to Mississippi. Give me a house in Mississippi. Truck owner operator. What the fuck? Speaking of, one, as soon as I said dump truck operator, one is pulling up in front of me. Wow. The timing of this. I didn't get to do it because of so many very. Like three days ago, I was like online. <laughs> they everywhere. They online. These single moms everywhere. So currently, it's like a pretty twenty-three-year-old single mother of two kids. So hopefully, I get like some background. 
this my first time calling her. She told me she can't be on the phone because she got the babies. But she seemed like she was smart to reply to me. That's a shame. You look good. But can you see the kids? You're like, no. I just don't understand what happened. Maybe like, I, I'm on, I don't like her. I just want to know. Because with my sister, I was like, ew. Nobody wants you. So I can't be a hypocrite and be like, I'm going to deal with this person. But it, at the same time, it's like a waste of the person's time. But sometimes I just want to look and think, what happened? This one got the cliche backstory. Abusive guy. It's a long text message that happened for like two days and then I got her number and then I'm just gonna talk well she she gave me I know so this is like you just look at them be like that's a shame this is an unfinished family straight chaos from the beginning and then I just want to wonder what happened I really do this is genuinely concerned like what happened I know I don't want it. I don't know. I don't want to try any of it. Because how good she looks. She's like a seven, almost eight. That's how good she looked. And you 23. But she just had the kids. They don't. She said they're a couple months. Oh, I'm thinking myself. If you do the math, a couple months. They shouldn't understand you. You made them their food? You fed them both? Huh? You fed them both? I feed them at the same time. Oh, okay. I thought you fed one and fed the other. My nephew was like that. So my sister kept putting the tablet in front of him so she could feed the other one while the other one watched whatever she put on. Feed them at the same time. Fuck. What was I about to do? Uh, I need to eat some food my damn self. Mm. What do you want me to call you as a matter of fact? Oh, my name? Yeah. Uh, Vana? You want me to call you Vana? Yeah. Okay. Um, dang. Let me text my cousin. She's gonna pick up food. Stop doing that to yourself. Stop. Uh uh. So in my my idea, my opinion, she don't really wanna like really have a relationship. She just wants attention. She wants somebody to talk to. Because she's sort of trapped with these kids in that last relationship. And I think, how long has it been? I'm really thinking, how long has it been? It's not her real name. Calm your nerves, man. Y'all not getting in my bed. Y'all staying in y'all bed. I can't do it. It's y'all. I can't take it. Lay out of bed. 
to watch Jungle Book and chill out. Oh. I really don't know what to talk about right now. I'm like, I'm trying to deal with them at the same time. I believe that. trying to like figure out what to talk about. No, really no. This takes people. this takes most of your mental and emotional energy. So you sort of like, I know you got a little amount you can spare. But you can just say stuff that you're thinking about and what's going on that you want to say. That's it. I've been chilling now. I'm really just at the point of just having my peace of mind and just accepting that that's all I really want right now is having my peace. So, you know, I don't really care about nothing that has happened in the past or, you know, mm. So now you think you was able to start talking to people, or you? It's been a long time since you've been by yourself, or it's just. Um, personally, I'm gonna always believe there's something wrong with people, no matter what the hell, no, no matter what the hell it is. You know, like I just, I know that relationships is gonna come with the bad and the good. So you know. You know what I'm saying for you. So you've waited a long time. You think now you're ready to start to do it. I don't know how long you said it's been since you got out of what you got out of. No, I've been, I left her dad uh, before they were born, so. I know. So I'm saying, are you like ready now is what I'm saying if you left me. Um, It depends on what do you mean by ready because, uh, I could say I'm ready to talk to somebody and that doesn't mean that the shit is going to work out the way I want it to. That's all. I was saying, yeah, that's what you're ready to do now. Right now. Mm. Stop, little girl. You're you gotta turn around, JD. Turn around, Mama. Turn around. Turn around, girl. My thoughts are a little bit layered, so I'm trying to like cut them down probably for you when I talk. Cut what down? The layer of stuff that I say. 
I try to cut down the layer stuff that I say. I don't even use this iPhone like that. That's why it's sort of like the mic or something. Sometimes it's clear, sometimes it's not. No, I'm telling you, I'm saying I try to do that. Like, for example, I'm just like, I'm a little bit fascinated and intrigued. Like, when you have kids, right? So, you have specifically girls. So, based off of how you're like as a girl, you're they're going to like sort of have your traits. Because however you are right now, how you deal with things and what you think about all of those things sort of like get mimicked into them so learning about you really decides what they're gonna be like well, yeah no i mean what does that have to do with anything right now i'm confused that's exactly no that's what i'm telling you no, i'm thinking about like when talking to you you realize this person however they are the people that they're raising gonna sort of mimic them so i'm just listening to how you talk and what you say and what you think you don't see it that way? No, I get it, but I don't I was thinking about when it came to my sister. When you try to talk to the single mothers, it's like you don't really want to deal with them because you never come first. The kids come first. Then trying to play around with them is going to be a waste of time. It's like if you're trying to just talk to them to do it, it sort of feel like mm. as a guy, you can't feel guilty. You just need to bust this nut. That's their situation, not yours. But they need people too. That's somebody's daughter. Get it. Why are you giving up? Is there anything you want to ask me? I said, is there anything you want to ask me? I mean, I'm not the type to, to like, ask questions or anything like that. I don't know. I feel like if the conversation is going to happen, it's happen. If you felt like you wanted me to know something, you tell me. I don't know. It's all about having comfort and talking. I don't really want to ask you too much. Like, no. I'm like open for you to ask me stuff because again, in my mind, when talking to a female, they have a checklist in the back of their head that they need to check off certain things to be okay. I'm I'm wanting you to run the checklist. Do I have any kids? No. Or uh, how long I've been here? I've been here like three years. Like you know, you from Georgia? I'm from Miami. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Are y'all tired? What's going on? We going on 
what y'all want. Diamond. All right. Come on, mommy. Come here. I don't like Miami people like that. <laughs> I don't like Miami people like that. This is a special breed of uh, New York, I believe. Seven. Let me see. What do you think about? I want to say, what do you think about like my bio, or like me so far? What's she talking about? Make conversation. Oh no, she said. What happened? You just was crying though and rubbing your eyes. You must have been tired. Oh. It's not on FaceTime, it's on audio, so you know, I just gotta mute. Recreation use only, cause it's like it feels men, men, single fathers don't deal with this. Like they don't do this when they gotta make time for the women. But when it comes to women, oh, you gotta get new babysitter. You gotta understand. You don't come first, my child. What you doing? Mm. You from New York? Okay. Well, how's it been for you here? They keep you on your feet all day, I know. You said what? I know they keep you on your toes most of the day, I know. They sure enough do. Well, if you're from New York, how long you been here? I didn't hear you. She keep talking and... It's fine. If you're from New York, how long you been here? I've been here for years, like 10 years now. God damn. Yeah. So you... Oh. oh my God, that's getting loud. That's strong. Ooh. Hey, what you doing over there, girl? I want to play Call of Duty, I ain't gonna lie. You, you I've ready lost, to come over here? <laughs> I've lost 60 feet. I'm about to go 60 to 
I don't, I don't know what's technically called rude if I just want to go play the game. She did. She didn't accept my phone request on like Instagram too. This is the first okay. time being a parent. Let mommy get, let me, let mommy, um, put this together. Close it up. You can't have that. So, why are doing it without a man? I can't lie to you. I say, oh, I can't do this to a woman. I can't. Oh, oof. Y'all gonna be on my dang old bed for some reason. I have kids with you didn't leave me in a struggle. Ooh, boy. Oh, oh. Just how they grow to resentment and their bitterness when they got to about themselves and they see the other women got their man and their husband and they didn't do it. Her curse is that she had two at the same time. Yeah. Excuse me? Why are you screaming at me? what I do? To leave the dad right before? And he was abusive? Jesus. That's a triple threat. What did you do to God? What she did to God? She did something to God. Miss